Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Caddiest and the most cunning linguists on the internet. You know that doesn't even make grammatical sense. I just realized. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm Brian, uh, the the sometimes bearer. We got Jared over here, all turn a guy. Hi, hi. Fresh hi. off his MegaCon debut. Hey. Oh yes, that was fun. So proud of you. Thank you. We got Oral over here. I'm just going to go all over the place. Uh, hi everybody. I. Our caddy, oh. sick black friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've gone through some trials and tribulations this month. Trials and tribulations. Mm. I got Eric here, the muscle pig. Oh, <laughs> oh you yes, love I it. Am. You love it. And we got the question here, of course, with a very special introduction. Yes, we have a special guest. And uh, today we have uh, on the show a very special guest. Uh, on the web, he's known as the Gay Comic Geek. Uh, he's been doing his own show for four years now, and he has his own YouTube channel, his own website where he posts things that are, are, are too sexy for YouTube, and uh, he reviews toys and gay comics. Uh, not gay toys that I know maybe Eric Eric can maybe have a review site for those. Um. In his bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> was, oh, my tub was ladies and gentlemen, the first bus of the show. You got thrown up there, girl. <laughs> um, it's, it's really something to see how many fans he has, which uh, can be seen by the massive amounts of fan art he posts on his website from him in uh, compromising positions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he goes to you know conventions, uh, which is where I met him at MaryCon at Gay Days uh, a couple years ago. Um, along with a few, a few other guys here. Um, and he also does a gay collab, which is another YouTube show where, like, five, correct me if I'm wrong, five gay guys talk on, like, different funny gay topics. Um, and he's incredibly nice and funny and incredibly muscular. Uh, so, seriously, I saw him rip a phone book in half with his pinkies. It was incredible. Um, and and he, also, then he did it again with his pinky toes. So, let's just say hi to Paul, the gay comic geek. <laughs> hey. Hi, Paul. Hello, Paul. Welcome. Uh, how are you guys doing? Oh, you're <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're way too kind to me. I'm not. I'm nowhere near as as muscular as uh, as you guys like like <laughs> as you're putting me out to be. I actually don't really feel like I'm that 
that tough at all. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I guess uh, I guess maybe some pictures make me seem a little stronger than than I look, but I, I don't know. That's just just yeah, what I, I think, feel. Uh, I guess. I think that so, Patrick uh, Fillion. Thank you, though. I, I do appreciate it. <laughs> oh, Patrick Fillion drew him. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to see that. How, how did that contest go to like put that costume on you? I didn't see the results. Uh, well, it, it, it was really good. I mean, me and me and Patrick have talked. Like, I mean, we we've been talking for years. Yeah. Like, he 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 approached me one time because of one of the videos I did on one of his his comics. Uh, I he he does such an excellent job. I love his artwork. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I noticed was that he kind of copied uh, another image from another uh, from a He-Man comic. This is an old He-Man comic that came out back in the eighties. And and I I I'm a huge He-Man fan too. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides uh, besides that though. I noticed that the images kind of coincided with each other, and it was like he kind of he didn't rip them off. He he did his own take on it, but it was like like almost like the same kind of image. And he kind of said, "Hey, I can't believe you actually actually saw that." And he said, <laughs> "Up to this point, no one had ever actually seen something like that before." And then we started talking from there. And he's such mm. a nice guy. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, he he came up with the idea with uh, for this contest to to do uh he he drew the picture and he mm-hmm. he kind of said hey why don't we uh try to like find a find a costume for you and i was like yeah sure why not let's do it <laughs> so <laughs> and uh the when the when it came done i i was hoping for like maybe like 10 people to 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 submit a, a, some sort of entry but mm-hmm. we got like like 100 entries and i was like so wow. incredibly like surprised by it and uh the the ones that we that we picked, uh, I I really liked. Uh, I had other people pick like some of the the the, the final contestants because I didn't want to put my biased opinion in there because mm-hmm. there's certain ones that I like more than mm-hmm. others and I didn't want to I didn't want anyone to be upset that I picked the one that's like the the best one. I'd rather have like a panel of people pick them. Well, that's cool. I'll we'll have to uh, put a link to that up on the page just to show the guys all this cool fan art you had oh, generated. Yes. How many entries did you get? You think? Uh, it, it was it was I think it was well about over a hundred. But this wow. is combining this is combining both the, the naughty entries, the the triple X <laughs> entries, and the the, mm-hmm. the the safe the safe for YouTube. <laughs> um, I have a question now. Um, I know you are insanely popular on YouTube. Do you ever get annoyed that they constantly rip down your um your post like it's a sale at Macy's? <laughs> Oh, what do you mean? What do you mean, like, well, ripped down? Well, because, like, sometimes you're, I, I've, I've been watching your videos. It's like, yeah, YouTube took this down. I'm just like, didn't they take down, uh, like, three other posts? <laughs> yeah, well, there was a big cleansing is what I call it sometimes. That the YouTube took down close to 150, about 150 of my videos. Oh, wow. And these oh. Are, yeah, yeah. They, uh, I don't. I, at first, I thought they were biased against gay videos because they would put. I would see these lesbian videos where these women were almost like totally, totally, totally like diking it out in every way you can imagine. But they would be completely fine, and they'd have millions of hits on them. But then my post would have like two guys kissing, completely clothed, and my video was taken down because it was inappropriate. So I was like, that doesn't make any sense. But then later they made me partner. They actually approached me and and said that if they want, if I wanted to be YouTube partners, then I was confused. So I, I figured maybe they had a change in management or something. Then I I don't know so I'm, I'm not like like uh, on uh, like a like a pro YouTube rant but at the same time I'm like I don't know maybe new people are coming in and they're changing things up and maybe they're trying to be more open minded I'm not really sure because like at this point in time I'm I'm happy with them but that's not to say like next week they're gonna start taking down my videos again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait so what are you allowed to show and do those videos ever go back up or are they still down? 
No, no, I've, I, unfortunately, uh, I, I put these videos up back when I was very dumb and didn't save my, my, my work, uh, and uh, my computer crashed several times since then, and I've lost a lot of videos. So all those original videos I did are gone. Uh, unless, yeah, unless someone downloaded them from YouTube at some point down that. Like like four years ago when I first put them up, uh, they're they're pretty much gone. So I I wouldn't be able to put them up. I found a couple here and there that I, I saved like either on a on an old uh, external hard drive or something like that, and I've reposted on my website. But it's very few, like like two or three. Hmm. Well, very cool. Well, we look forward to hearing uh hearing what you have to say. Now I have to ask you about your collab though. So there's there's oh. five guys talking about gay topics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was approached by the uh, the Debt Fox family. I call them the Debt Fox family, uh, the LeFew family, uh, this gay family values, which they've become like crazy popular with uh, with like the gay community and doing reality shows and stuff like that. Do, do they and, have a fun um, intro like Braxton Family Values? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that is. What's, Bra what's Braxton? Oh, Tony Braxton now has a, a reality show, and it's called Braxton Family Values. So I'm just like, huh, I wonder if they have a fun, uh, fun song, too. <laughs> uh, the, I don't think, I don't think it's, I guess maybe not that fun. I don't know. I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> but, uh, they, yeah, they, they, they approached me. I don't know. I think I was actually, like, their third choice to be part of this collab. But I, I'm like, I don't care if I'm the third choice. The other two backed out. I'll take it. So. <laughs> huh. Well, we'll Actually, I've not listened to them, so I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get some pointers. Um, so we have a ton of stuff. We're going to talk about Megacon real quick, uh, and then we're going to move on to our usual movies, TV, games. We're going to talk about Old Republic because, you know, uh, the question, I've been playing that like crazy. Uh, we got TV news. Oh, my God, we got TV news. <laughs> gay news. There's a huge gay news. That's what I'm so excited to talk about. There's a bunch of marriage announcements and all this fun stuff. Uh, and we're going to dig into some stuff with fitness since we got Paul here. And we got our resident fitness expert, Eric, to uh, instruct us in the ways of the White oh, I Lantern. I just hang out in the sauna. <laughs> oh, that's what you're doing there. Okay. Um, and, of course, we got tons of comic stuff. A lot of us have been busy reading some good indie stuff. Mm -hmm. And we're going to review, like, the Tale of Sand, the new uh, Criminal Fatale Saga. I mean, just so much. The Lock and Key, of course. Uh, but let's get started with Megacon, because uh, we just did this last weekend when we are recording. So probably about two weeks ago from when this goes live. And this was the first year that Flame On as a whole entity was at Megacon. In some form or another, yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, we weren't all in attendance because of work obligations. Mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, we, uh, we actually were part of the Nerdy Show booth in a, in a very, very small way. Uh, we had T-shirts that we, uh, those of us who were there got to wear. And we're going to try to work up into shirts you guys could buy if you're interested. Yeah, I love And I already have a few people who have asked me. Oh, so sweet. Awesome. i got to figure out that. Awesome. Um, we, have, uh, we had a panel yeah. on Sunday mm -hmm. with the Nerdy Show guys again. You and I were fantastic. Oh, we did. We added so much to <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's up online. I'll have to find the link to that. I think someone took the video of the whole thing and posted it. Uh, and the audio has been up on the Nerdy Show site for their Megacon review, mm -hmm. which I was on there. Megacon review like earlier this week, so that's up too. Um, and Jared, our very own Jared, as we said, had his Megacon debut. He was an artist alley. Yep. And Yay. I got to hang out with him. Yeah. Yes, you all did. It was fun. I, I was the you know impromptu flame on booth. It was. I I really hope we didn't annoy you. In fact, no, I think no. I think we kept you company. Although you had your your yeah. artist buddies yeah, there too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's uh What's the one that was next to you, Caitlin? Oh, uh, Caitlin. Yeah. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah. She did this. 
this is what's so funny. So she had her little cutesy, like kind of I don't know what's the style. It's, it's, it's a style all her own. Yeah, really it's, it's very cutesy, reminiscent of Lupin. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Ghibli, very Ghibli style. Mm-hmm. Um, but next to it, her, so her kitty sort of focus yeah. was Jared and his muscular, <laughs> not inappropriate. I mean, there were some pictures you had in your book that were a little uh, nude. Well, you know, I, I kept that book near me. <laughs> so you'd have kids and their families come up and they'd start flipping through like the cutesy Doctor Who and the Adventure Time and all this other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Jared would just kind of hide his book. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. We had a great time, uh, you know, and we're sad for those who didn't get to go. Mm. Well, you were at the the uh, you know the guest parties. So, oh. Yeah. oh, that's true. Even if we weren't at the con, we hung out at the, uh, uh, the, the certain. The, yeah, oh, should I not say? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll edit, edit that, that out. out. Yeah, because um, I don't know how secret it's. I think the secret it's is the worst. The worst kept secret, yeah. like my name. <laughs> so at this uh, bar at this hotel, we hung out with. Uh, there were people like uh, Robert Ricardo from. Uh, from Voyager, Voyager. he Stargate. was the hologram doctor from Voyager. Uh, we and had Stargate. Really nice. He was super nice. He was awesome. I got to meet him. Did you? I, I terrified actually... him. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You guys ran him off. <laughs> Gosh. So who else? We had Dan Dio there. Tom Felton. Tom, Tom Felton. Felton. Yeah, oh yeah, Draco Malfoy. Was... <laughs> He's creepy. I didn't. I didn't. Why? I don't know. So who else? Uh, uh, Parker Lewis, the yeah. guy who played with Cor- Oh Cor- God. How do you say Corn? Coronemic. Coronemic. The guy. He held Cord up on this balcony with some of our. No 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 no. Let's 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 let's. Let's keep this clean. Oh, I'm not okay. going to say that. But no, uh, he did help hold court, and he it did. was great. I felt. Well, I told power. the husband I was on a balcony with him. He's like, "So you were in his room?" I was like, "Oh God, no." <laughs> no. I, I mean, was he? He was nice, right? He was, he was very nice. nice. He, he mm. yeah. So uh, he was hanging out up there, and who else? Ted Danadio. Um, little little Danadio is Greg Capullo. Uh, Greg Capullo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's muscly. What the heck? A little Danadio. What is? What is he? Is there? Is, Pencils made made of like titanium or something. What is he? Uh, he just I don't know. Uh, he's he's uh, pretty buff. Uh, but uh, who um, else? Uh, Frank Cho. Frank Cho. Yeah. There, Tony Bedard. Tony Bedard. Yeah. yeah. Which both of them were. <laughs> um. It, it was great because um, Tony. Greg Capullo, super nice. Um. And Cho was really. I just I basked in his presence. Did I you? I couldn't. I couldn't approach. Stan, Stan Lee was there the night before, and one of our buddies, John, uh, got to hang out with him. Yeah. Got a picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow. That's yeah. where he took, took a picture with him. Um, he had gone to the bathroom and came back with a picture of Stan Lee. And like, <laughs> I didn't leave the bathroom for the next three hours, hoping he would come back. Oh, um, uh, Palmiotti was there. Oh, that's right. And we missed, evidently, uh, Amanda Connor was there Friday night hanging out, and we missed her. Oh. But we got a uh, question. I got to go meet her and kind of, like, you know, bask in her glory for a she bit. She was so nice. It yeah. was incredible. And she, we were, like, done talking to her, but she kept engaging us and kept the conversation yeah, going. It was awesome. really... She wanted to know about, like, gay culture in Orlando, because she really just didn't know. She's like, I would imagine down here it's not yeah. the best. And I said, should actually, the, gay culture in Orlando is great. Should you mention that, you know, this is the exact same hotel that, uh, you know, the Gay Days Expo takes place oh, yeah. I was just about to say, um, that's Paul, why we knew the layout so well. Uh, Paul, just to let you know, um, if you come up for MegaCon next year, stay at the same hotel where Gay Days is held, the host hotel, because that's where all the talent is. Yep, uh, everybody. <laughs> is that the is that the the Rosen Point? Um, no, 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 no. Are we allowed to say we, that? We, we already edited it out previously. Yeah, we can edit it but, out again. But we'll just leave it. It's the it's the Gay Days one, the one you were at when we did MegaCon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, um, we're trying not to say it yeah. for some reason. But um, um, how was how was your con? What did you do? Who did you see? Wait, 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 wait. Before you get into it, I have a question to ask you. Uh oh. 
Oh god. Were you drunk? Yeah. Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Paul, yeah, Paul, Paul, were you drunk? When what when? <laughs> when I saw you, I think you were Robin. Uh, I don't think I was drunk when I was Robin. <laughs> <laughs> so when were you I drunk? drunk? <laughs> you were, you were, uh, like I saw you, I don't, you were some g- g- Doctor Who character? Oh, you it? were J- Captain Jack? Oh, no, no, uh, that's, uh, that's Alonzo. Uh, that's, yeah. uh, oh, Alonzo. More... That makes more yeah, sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Alonzo, yeah. yeah, and you were like, yeah, I saw you for like a second, then I saw you, um, on the, I think it was the last, it was on Sunday, yeah, and you were just, <laughs> you, yeah, you seemed drunk. But you weren't. Oh. Okay. Maybe it was just the no. body heat of wearing a Robin costume, and maybe I, I was. Uh, I, I was two versions of Robin. I was Robin oh. from the, the the comic book, and then I was Robin from the cartoon. So, oh. uh, are you? It was Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the day? Was Was it like the the red and black suit Robin, or was it the green and? I think and it was the green one. Robin. Yeah, the green. We owned the green. The green. Uh, no, no, I don't. I was pretty sober. I guess I must have looked drunk. I, I didn't need to. Maybe I was just hyperactive. It, it was the end of the con, okay. so you get a little slap happy, you know. Yeah. So um, you did have a lot of different outfits, I realized, after watching, going back and looking at Facebook. And, I mean, how many different costume changes did you have? Um, I think I had two, I guess six, because uh, I had two per day. So uh, that's a true Friday. gay superhero? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Uh, it's uh, most of my friends dress up so much, and and we do a collaboration together. So we always like like kind of dress in in sync with each other. So that's kind of how we we kind of timed it. Um, that's you cool. know, I will say that uh, for the like two seconds that I I saw you, I saw you with uh, a Miss Martian. That Miss Martian was badass. Yeah, y- yeah, that's that's my awesome. friend Summer. She she's really she's really awesome. She she did like like she's worked really hard in her costume, and and we call her by her her name on the the, the cartoon, which is Megan. <laughs> Martian, so it's like Megan. <laughs> oh, Megan, or whatever she yeah, says exactly. in the third person, or whatever. Dumb, Megan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Um, so, did you get did you get to meet any cool people at the con? I mean, like uh, celebrity wise, or just people who stood out, or? Uh, well, I saw I saw Stan Lee from a distance, but uh, <laughs> last time I tried to get close to Stan Lee, like his people said, I couldn't get any closer, and they they got upset. So I didn't know if they recognized me, so I tried oh, to stay at a distance. No way! You <laughs> trauma. Stalked, you stalked yeah. Stan Lee. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was at Dragon Con when he was at Dragon Con. I tried so hard to get close to him when I was in in costume, and I was uh, a character. I was Bucky. I was the Winter Soldier, and they didn't like the fact that I had guns. But these were you know these were fake toy gun yeah. they, they thought that it was uh it was too too dangerous and i'm like i, I what am i gonna do am i gonna go like i'll squirt him with a toy i'm gonna gun? squirt yeah. him <laughs> I may squirt. yeah so so they, they they said i had to stay at a distance from him so it's always like a running joke with my friends that i'm banned from being close to stanley <laughs> <laughs> um well that's awesome i mean it was a great con i was impressed how huge it got like it's been big for a while but this felt like bigger than normal it started last year right I Last think so. year it was like it got really really big when Jeff Johns was there. That's true. They did have a lot of the DC, uh, and then people. all of a sudden now this year it's even bigger. So now I think it's really going to be in the playing field. He was saying that. Uh, oh, oh, what was that, Janet Jackson? Uh, try that again. This is the, okay. better, that's not, better. Okay. That's better. No, somebody was saying that it's like the third largest convention in the U.S. now. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, and yet Marvel doesn't really send any major represent- yeah. representation. DC. Did last year more than this year? Maybe yeah. I don't know. They're about the same, I guess. But um, well, Marvel had that booth last year, so you could join Shield. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, I, I actually I did that though. I, I like that. I, I did that right at the front. So uh, uh, oh oh, ooh. I need to make a shout out to the most busted costume I saw. <laughs> and you know, like uh, cons, you see the good, the bad, the ugly, and then some. But this, it wasn't so bad as in just half-hearted. So these girls were going as sailor scouts, and they all looked pretty good, right? And I saw two Saturns at once, and it was cute. But I saw this one, Sailor Venus. Girl had gone through some things. Her wig was askew. She kicked (laughs) off her heels. She was on her phone. Like, everyone's posing, just, like, bringing it in. Everyone's so happy. And there she was, had her back turned. I'm like, that's why you were the least like Sailor Scout. (laughs) (laughs) Smack. There were were some interesting, like, cross-gender cosplay going on. We kept seeing this uh, nun-looking character. We're not sure what he's from. That, that like really tall, what, skinny boy in the bright, like bright blue, blue, blue that's hat from, nun that's with from short Guilty shorts. Gear. Wait, what's oh, that, that is that's from, from Guilty, Guilty Gear. Gear. Oh, I haven't seen Guilty. Well, Gear. he's guilt. He's so, he's supposed to be a boy, but it, you know people think it's a girl. His name is Bridget. Okay, yeah. his name is Bridget. Well, yeah. he was. I mean, I guess now that that makes more sense, it's yes. fine. But he yes. was kind of tragic. No, it doesn't. <laughs> then there were a lot of female doctors that I was impressed by. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of ten and even eleven, uh, and I think maybe a four mm-hmm. uh, doctor, fourth doctor uh, in, as women mm-hmm. or women playing them. Um, a lot and of and then they're bigger stuff. friends as the TARDIS. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there was one. It's big on the inside and the outside. Oh. Wow, <laughs> Caddy Oral is back. Um, we got a a whole family dressed up as Doctor Who. People. And a that little was cool. boy was the TARDIS. Yeah. It was so funny. And he, he, and his, fat. he had a uh, a light, like a push light on his head. A tap yeah. light. No, yeah, the light on top of the TARDIS. And then oh, the mother yeah. just, like, tapped it. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, a couple of just quick mentions. The uh, the Cock is Coming uh, is a comic that uh, there were buttons that people were wearing. And I finally found out where they got them from, and I got a button. I got I got the question. I got a little red uh, Cock button, and I got a black one for me that says the Cock is Coming. Anyway, I have his free comic that he – or no, I'm sorry. He maybe pay like, th- two bucks for this. I'll pass it around here. You guys can check it out. It's um, like six pages, it's, and it's, it reminds me of like Ren and Stimpy. Yes. It's very Chris Faluzzi. Mm. That's exactly what it reminds me of. Like the detail goes from like – just your regular view to like the obscenely gross close up mm-hmm. and back. So, um, not gay, but just kind of funny. You know, cock is coming. That was an awesome button. So, uh, OTP. Remember the, 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 we went and looked at Yowie and, uh, oh, no. and whatever other things they're called. I don't know all the terms, but, uh, this group called OTP, which, uh, one of the, the chicks from was awesome. She was so cool, yeah. And I think, uh, you know, we might see if we can get her on the, a future show as a, as a, as a guest lesbian. I assume she's a lesbian, but. I would hope. I think so. <laughs> but anyway, she was really cool and she held, handed out flyers for mm-hmm. us and she's a really great little group trying yeah. to sell us. I was trying to get a souvenir for my friend and so I said, I want something like really, you know, graphic. <laughs> and, uh, she's like, well, how much do you want? I was like, Give me up, go up to eleven, and she gave me tentacle porn. Oh. I was like, let's dial that back a little bit. Hentai, <laughs> a little it. bit. Yeah, no, it's basically you know all your usual very obscene kind of. It was expensive. That was my only thing. Yeah, I was going to buy some, but it was it was kind of. Yeah, fancy. she's like this one is like forty dollars. Like this one thirty five. I was like, no dollars for one of them. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, how about this fifteen dollar one that looks really? I can find nice. free shit online. Yeah. <laughs> it comes to me. Um, uh, what else? Uh, real quick. Uh, I don't know. I thought I had something else, but I don't. No, there's plenty 
definitely hot guys, though. You know, like Shirtless oh. Thor or uh, oh, yeah. Red Lantern, Guy Gardner. I didn't see that. Oh. I missed that. When it was, like, painted on. Yes. That looks cool, yeah. yeah. Um, Ruff- yes, that's Josh Barker. He's actually one of the cosplayers that we Oh, we, wonderful. We, we do all he knows by name. <laughs> wonderful. And yeah. the shirtless one is Jay. That's uh, another one that we do. The Thor guy? Oh. We we Did do you it? know the twinky guy who dressed up as 300? Because I'd like to know his name. Uh... 300 uh, maybe, maybe I'm not sure which one that one is because the other two I saw were together. Well, do and some research for me couple. and uh, <laughs> let me know if he's local. Go or... back on Facebook and stalk him. <laughs> um, Rough Canvas is the other thing I want to mention. Your oh, yeah. friends uh, who do that, yeah. uh, they actually commissioned you, right? Commissioned yes, a couple of pieces. Yes. That's cool. Um, the uh, one of his friends, I, I forget what his friend's name was, but he had me draw uh, Patrick Fillion's character Camilla Cat. So it was nice. Like, oh, that, was, that was nice. Oh, yeah. poor Camilla Cat. And they yeah. had at their booth. They had what like kind of smut rag or like parodies of yeah. Teen Beat. What was it called? Oh, I forgot. I think it was like Beat Off or something. Yeah, like Beat that. Off. Yeah. Instead of Teen Beat, <laughs> Beat Off. Or, yeah, it's it was pretty awesome. So. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's good for MegaCon. I think we've well covered that. Now, now, Paul, you go, you guys go to DragonCon? Is that what I heard? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It comes up in September. I, I really want to go this year. I've wanted to go for so many years now, and I just never have. I think I think Flame On needs to go. You, you have so much fun there. The, uh, honestly, the way we say it, like, amongst, I guess, like, the costumers and the friends that I go with, MegaCon is kind of like the pre-convention before the big convention, which is Me- which is Dragon Con. I've heard uh, other people. Dragon so Con is completely enclosed within all the hotels, and the, they're all connected by inner, like, like inner walkways and everything. Ooh. So you're never really outside unless you go to this one outside hotel, which nothing really happens there. There's one little party, but it's kind of boring. But everything else <laughs> is all it, like inclusive in these hotels. And what's great is when you're tired, you just go up to your your room, which is within the same hotel, because it's all in these in these like uh, these like four hotels, and it's it's really great. And also the parties, they, they really they stay all night too. Like I remember one time I didn't even go to sleep, and the next morning, like I before I realized it was like seven o'clock, and I was like, I I guess I can rest for like an hour or so before I go to this photo shoot with all these other other costumers. <laughs> wow. I've heard yeah. some ridiculous stories from Dragon Con about just the craziness of these parties, and uh, and that they have, I guess too, like they have a parade. That they yeah. Actually- there's a- there's a parade for all the costumers, and it's a big thing for Atlanta because by the time we're walking through, because I always walk in the parade in, in a different costume each year, and there's so many people set up along the way. They they cut off traffic and everything, and it's it is crazy, and it's also it's unique because you'll never go to a place where you'll see like someone dressed up as Rainbow Bright uh, <laughs> having a drink with someone dressed as the Predator. You know, <laughs> those are the pictures to get. Those are the they shots. Are. And, and if people love that, it, it, it's really great. It, it's something that, that we look forward to each year because each year we find something different and it's things you just never see anywhere else. All right. I think we're, we're going to make it our personal mission to get up there. Eric, guess what? Maybe dress up. What? You know we're not going to be able to go. I know. Why? Uh, oh, because you're going to have to work? Mm. Yeah. Because if, if it's not me, it's Oh, Aaron. because Aaron's going to go. Uh, all right. And well, Anna probably already like, yeah, said, yeah, I'm yeah. never working these days ever. <laughs> well, if Anna goes, uh, well, I don't know, maybe the Q&I and Jerry can go represent. 
sad. We still hate you all. I know. Yeah. Well, let's Seems talk about some. MO. Let's talk about some movies because we got all this fun stuff people want to hear about besides mega con cons in general. Now, I have not seen any of these except. Oh, actually, no, I haven't seen any of these. But I think Chronicle. We got questions. Saw it. I saw else? Chronicle. Eric saw it. Anybody else? I saw Chronicle. You oh, saw Chronicle. Chronicle. Sweet. Paul, what did you wait, think about? Wait, wait, wait. Go, go, Valerie. Excuse me. Sorry, Excuse sorry, me, sorry. I forgot to put my phone. Uh, hold on. He has to go kill some putty. We're, we're gonna go on pause. Oh no, no, no. He's a Tengu warrior. <laughs> we're, we're up to that. Oh, we're, my, oh my bad. Okay. So uh, who wants to take this? Well, Paul, what do you think? Uh, I, I liked Chronicle. It was pretty good. The only problem was it's very cliche, and I also saw the the I saw it coming. I mean, they were trying to make the anti-hero out of this one character, and you could see it from the very beginning. He had like the absolute worst life you can think of by being uh, tormented at home and at school. So you knew he was going to end up being a villain somehow because they were setting the seeds at the very beginning of the movie. And when he did turn, it was just something I. I it's like, oh yeah, of course he's going to turn bad here. Yeah, yeah, we also, I, I have to agree. We saw it coming. I mean, I thought it was cool the way they, the whole visual approach to it. You know, doing that, that uh, reality kind of TV cam. That I like. That effect I like. Sound footage. Oh, like security cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they did the security cameras. They had people like little camcorders and other people's point of view. It was Cloverfield-ish never, style. Yeah, exactly. Blair so Ridge, I like that. That was kind of cool. That was something different. I didn't think it was, uh, I don't know, predictable, but I thought, you know, he it was definitely going down an interesting path because Peter Parker got picked on at school, and although he had a good home life, didn't he? Yes, he didn't get like yeah, abused yeah. by his yeah, father. He, he, had a car- he had a caring aunt and everything. Right, and so I guess that's the factor. You need a caring. Oh, but when he crushed family. that car in the junkyard, oh, yeah, you so knew. good. Yeah. I thought it got. A, everyone says it was like really good, but it was also it went a little too dark in the end. I thought that was true. Um, hmm. Well, it wasn't, yeah, I think so. it wasn't that, it got really intense, like movie, really intense towards yeah. the end. But I really enjoyed it. I liked the style, and like it was really well written. Like mm-hmm. the dialogue and these characters were like really relatable and like funny and like realistic. And uh, and then actually the writer. While we're talking about the I writer, I was going to ask what's I didn't is it see, yeah. Max, Max Landis? Max Landis. Did you see this, Paul? The Death and it, Return of Superman. The what? It's yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. that. I he made that, some yes. guy made like a funny YouTube video, and he had like Elijah Wood as like Cyborg Superman, mm-hmm. and uh, Mandy Moore as like Lois Lane, and uh, Paul. What was it? Some famous director was at the end. I forget his name. It was Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So all these little cameos, because uh, I guess this guy is connected. His dad is John Landis, I think. He's right. A famous uh, director. Yeah. Producer guy. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. So and he made this funny video, like dissecting just how bad the death of Superman was and the exploitative and how it, like ruined death and comedy. It was really funny. Um, but it also showed how like that's where that writing came from because he's pretty funny. He's pretty cool. But so was the uh, Chronicle funny or just just more? It had a lot of humor to it, but it did. Yeah, there was. It's like did you see Kick Ass? Yeah, oh yeah, like Kick Ass was a really funny and upbeat and kind of quirky teen humor in the beginning. Yeah, and then it turns this really dark thing with people dying and girls murdering people and stuff. And and um, Nicolas Cage getting what he deserved. Getting set on fire. Yes. And then he's Ghost Rider. (laughs) It's the most dynamic performance he's ever given us. Did did anyone see Ghost Rider? Yeah, I was going to ask. Oh, is it out? It came out. Oh, Oh, our friend Cole Cole saw it. Did he like it? He said it was terrible. No, I heard it was actually My brother saw it. He said it wasn't bad if you liked Crank. You'd probably enjoy it, even though it wasn't as out there as Crank. Hmm. And I listened to uh, iFanboy review it, and they hated it. They said it didn't go far enough. And it felt like a uh, they outsourced it to some like European company to make a movie. Interesting. Like, it was all set or well set and shot all over in Europe, and I guess down into like even or something. And it just it just it had none of the usual like 
sensibilities of a normal like a Western movie, mm-hmm. which could be a good thing, but in this case turned out to be a bad thing. So, I gosh, that, I know. that's too bad. Do you think they're going to reboot with a new actor? I just no I more Ghost Rider. Go. No more Ghost Rider. Who cares? Yeah, Ghost Rider's not like the yeah. most popular Marvel thing, right? So. But he's still he at one point he was a popular character. Sure, and, and if there's the money 90s. to be made, Whoa, yeah. you know. What? Sorry, you just screamed to me. Yeah, oh, it's, it's not, might be. Um, no, yes. actually, if 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 Fox, I think Fox has the rights to that. I think so. Yeah. yeah. If, if they quit mistaken. making movies for any character for a certain X amount of years, it'll Disney go back to Marvel. Yeah, D- Disney. Disney. Um, and and but now that Marvel's their uh, Marvel Studios, their own produce produ- production let's, company. Uh, let's let's save Ghost Rider for a little bit later in the show, since you know that's a hot button topic now. Oh yeah, we can yeah. talk about that. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Um, but I'm just saying, like, if if uh, even if they quit making Fantastic Four movies or X Men movies, they, they would go back to Marvel, and they don't exactly. want that because Marvel's now a rival studio. It's like Fantastic right. Four and Spider Man. Fantastic Four is Fox, Spider Man is Sony, and if they stop making either franchise, yeah. And right now, I don't know what Fantastic Four. I think I heard it was in pre production. Right. I think yeah. they're rebooting yeah. it, kind of rebooting. and but I heard the Chronicle don't. guy might take it. The guy who directed it. Oh, that might be cool. Yeah. Um, how was Underworld Four, Eric? Oh, I didn't like it at all. No, it do you was, like do you it, like the series though? I liked the first two, and then I didn't care, and then I kind of checked out. Where's that. Michael? Yeah, <laughs> that's all she said Where's the whole freaking movie. I mean, Kate Beckinsale. You know, my problem with her. I mean, I love her character and the way she fights, and it's kind of cool. But she turned down the role of Wonder Woman because she felt it was an embarrassment. <laughs> okay, and she's I'm doing exactly, this. and you're doing what the eighth one. So it's like yeah. you know, so that that kind of bugs me about her. Right. Uh-huh. But I mean, I mean the action was cool, but yeah. I don't really. That's care. the thing; they're very visual, like cool movies. But the story is okay. It's not to me the best story. It's, I don't know. It's kinda, there was a werewolf that movie. was the size. It's an of, artist movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh I, I actually okay. like that. That's that's usually the artist how, point of view. Yeah. That's that's usually how I classify things. You know, if it's like visually stunning, it's an artist movie, and if it's you know like great immortals. characters, yeah, immortals artist exactly. Movie, yeah. And I like that. I but... movies. <laughs> um, Paul, did the you see story, that one? The story could have been much better than what it was, yeah. but unfortunately, I mean, it's just, it, it kind of went into the cheesy factor and how they were doing it, and I, I wasn't a big fan of either. I love the Underworld series, because I love the whole, like, werewolf, the lichen versus right. the vampire thing, and I'm a big anti-Twilight fan, so oh, seeing yeah. badass yeah. vampires <laughs> and beating the shit out of other people and seeing these lichens who, who aren't... I, I don't know, I guess, like, just big giant wolves. You know, I, I like that so much better. So uh, I was really hoping for a lot more out of this movie, but, yeah, it just it just kind of, like, know, let down. The third one was not... the prequel, right? They yeah, the third one was... Rise of I like the prequel. I thought the prequel was, was done cool? really well. Yeah, it was I like okay. It wasn't bad. It was it was well done, but this, in terms of story, you didn't learn anything. You did, They just sort of played out the flashbacks, which right. I was... I thought there would be like some sort of twist or something. Okay. But, uh, that's good. What about... Star Wars: The Phantom Menace in three D. I saw it in three D. I saw Jaja Binks. <laughs> Jaja. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it. Um, it's it's the same movie. It's also the extended version with extra pod race uh, scenes and then one or two extra shots here and there. Um, that only I would notice, I guess, because I have seen it a thousand times. Really? Um, yeah, I actually really like it, and I was really psyched to see like Darth Maul oh, and boy. stuff. But the actual movie is is very painful to to watch. <laughs> you uh, did, you, when you you saw it, see, I saw it when it came out in the theaters, but I was much older. You saw it. You were much. I younger. was like twelve or thirteen, yeah, and so... I loved it. We went and bought the lightsabers, and me and my friends went and like hit each other until they broke. Wait, and... how old were you? How old are you now? 
We don't talk about <laughs> that. Well, no, no. I mean, you are. You are young. What kind of woman too. are you? Well, well, yeah, yeah. But no, because I, we're around the same age. I think yeah. I'm like, I like eight okay, years so older. no, no, no. Shut up. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I'm really? 40 girl? Years girl, I'm so half know, your honey. age. I'm so half your age. <laughs> <laughs> and I got twice the life. Oh. <laughs> uh huh. God, say it all. But Come not, on, bitch. Not <laughs> twice the life force unless you no, sucked it out of some young man. But you know, yeah. So you and I were around the same age. So I remember. Like Star Wars coming back and everyone losing their shit and seeing all the books and borders and oh, buying yeah. all of like yeah. the the geeky like tech manuals for like <laughs> every, like I love Naboo Naboo um, for like their technology uh stylistically speaking yes because their ships remind me of Flight of the Navigator well and what's wrong with that nothing well Oral um, James Gurney actually helped with a lot of the artwork for. Um the first Star Wars movie. Oh. So that's why it's, it's kind of reminiscent of Dinotopia almost. Okay, yeah, yeah, ah, exactly. Okay, cool. cool. No, yeah, uh, there, you ever heard of the Phantom Edit? Yes. Where they edit out all of Jar Jar Binks, like tighten it up and uh, attempt to sort of salvage the narrative yep. um, by, by edits. And How was that? I, I actually haven't seen it, but I, uh, it. I heard it's really good. Actually, if you want you know something Star Wars to watch it uh, re- go see the Red Letter Media reviews the Harry Plinkett reviews oh, which God. are 90 minute reviews <laughs> of each uh, prequel and they're so funny and he's actually really smart he's making like a joke out of it he's actually very smart and says a lot of interesting things about like story and plot and he character he eviscerates but an hour and everything. a half no. yeah it's but, no, but, no, but it's, it's, there's that it's, much to talk about it's so funny it's yeah. so great the thing I can't say about that is his voice just send me an email I'll give you a picture Exactly. It's, it's, the it's Star Wars the Phantom disturbing, <laughs> and he's got this story about the fact that I guess he's got some hooker held hostage. No, what's funny is the story in his review is 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 better than the story in Phantom. <laughs> and more compelling. Yes. Oh, uh, well, that's a um, shame. Oh, actually, you know, I just remembered something. I remember um, seeing the Phantom Menace at the midnight showing. Yeah, and uh, I remember. People, you know, cameras are out there. Oh, yeah. People are it's like, how was it? Oh, it was great. It was fantastic because nobody wanted to tell the truth. <laughs> nobody <laughs> could say it was terrible. I actually think I enjoyed it the first time yeah, because I, think I was so excited about it. Right. But on subsequent viewings, I just, yeah, no. Now, the second and third uh, was the Attack of the Clones. And, and the uh, Attack of the, of the Clones wasn't that I bad. actually okay. like those two except... Uh-oh. For the love story, if I need take, you to hold oh, me. Yeah. That's the Jar Jar part. I need you to hold me, like you did by the lake M'lady. on Naboo, Milady. When he says that, and they're in the field with the little, oh, you're. Well, once your Anakin hit puberty, sand. then it was okay. <laughs> your skin is soft as sand. That's just creepy. God, creepy Vader. No, yeah, and in the 3D was like almost unnoticeable. That's what I it was. Heard. It was like why, it's hard to even notice that it wasn't 3D. They use so, it for the depth thing, which you know most people. Yeah, I mean the pod race whatever. was cool. The first start part, you know, when the ship lands in the bay and then they fight the droids, that was actually a little. That was kind of cool, yeah. but eh. Well, mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't really worth it. How, I think much, it how made, much was the ticket? Uh, the like, student discount is eleven dollars. Uh, not bad. Yeah, if you find it in the right theater, or if you go during the day, it's it's pretty reasonable. I would do that still, but, um, but yeah. so other things. Oh, you know what? We need to talk about this. Last episode, we did a very quick review of Ten Ten, scathing review of yes, 10-10. and we had some people who were very upset by that because they said, "But I really liked it, and you didn't say why you didn't like it." So I have still not seen it. I okay, seen so it. last time I just said that it was boring. Oh, so yeah. let me expound that. Um, it was boring because it sucked. Okay, next movie. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, <Cue. laughs> Paul, did you see 1010? 
No, I haven't, but it's only because I've heard some reviews online say it's not that good. So he must um, have I mean, heard that's mine. That's really the only reason. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess what I'm saying to the people who liked it is that's cool. I still want to see it. I'm still hoping it's not that bad. And some people like it, some people don't, which is cool. It was just, uh, it, it was really, like, well-made, and the animation was, like, really... And it was what do you, what'd you call artist, that? An artist, 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 artist movie. Yeah. And, but it was just, it was, like, the action wasn't very... It was, it was action-packed, but none of it was, like, thrilling or interesting. The narrative was, like, all over the place, I right. thought. Um, they, they squished oh. several different Tintin stories into this one to make the movie. Oh, okay. And then, like, oh, there's, there's question. Thing- uh, Q, could, can I ask you, uh, did you know a lot about Tintin beforehand, uh, before watching it? Because up till now, I really had never really heard much about this, just the little things here and there, but I never really knew much about Tintin. So did you actually know before, like, you went in to watch the movie, um, like, you already knew some of the stuff? No, I actually, I've never read, like, a Tintin, like, comic or anything, uh, but I, I'd read a lot about it leading up to the movie because I was interested um, cause I mean that in the trailer, you know, that big ship goes over the sand dune and yeah. it all breaks in the water. That was just like a, 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 a what do you call it? A, tra- a, mo- a transition. Oh, that's okay. not actually real. I thought there was like a magic unicorn oh. ship that turned sand into water. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Eric, you yes. were alive when comics were on papyrus. Correct. Uh, what was, oh. was Tintin like that back then? Uh, Rin Tintin was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was great. I went back and heard the last episode. Yeah. I, I laughed out loud. Um, well, so anyway, for those of you who are upset, please don't be. We will differ in our opinions, but uh, there you go. And when I see it, I'll tell you if I liked it. Uh, other news, and this is going to be real quick. We did see the Super Bowl. Most of us, I think, at least saw the commercials. I was working it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you that's, they had a party right. thing? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, the <laughs> Avengers trailer debuted. Oh, that was so good. That was badass. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. awesome. Um, I don't think we need to say too much more about yeah, that. That was awesome. We're ready to see it. We're ready to see. It. Although, no, the one thing to talk about is that they showed the, finally showed the aliens or beings, whatever they are, that are attacking. And some the people scrolls. they thought they were going to be yeah scrolls. Marvel said right. they're, not scrolls. they're not scrolls, and now everyone's like, Marvel oh. is lying. They yeah, I know, right? They saw toys. They've already released toys that, that and they showed images of them, and they are clearly scrolls. They have pointy ears. They're green, and they look like yeah. they're shapeshifters. What did well, I heard? I, I heard, heard Fox has the rights to the scrolls, yeah, so heard, they can't use them. Well, so they're the using. Fox, no, the problem is uh, the scrolls. See, each each uh, major team in the Marvel universe has a set of aliens that are associated with them. With uh, the Avengers, they generally have the Kree. With uh, the scrolls, they are part of the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Right. Ah. And X Men have the Shi'ar, but sometimes they interchange each other. The scrolls are like the one of the major big bad guys, especially in the Ultimate Marvel universe, because in the Ultimate Marvel universe, the first storyline was with the scrolls, but they were called something else. They were called like the Shitori or something like that. But ultimately, they became the scrolls because they were shapeshifters. Oh, and the storyline that looks like they're doing right now is actually part of the Ultimate Universe first storyline with the Ultimates. Huh. Sorry. I- well, no, oh. it's, it's interesting. It's a counterpoint because on Bleeding Cool, they were saying that it's actually another story that I think Mark Wade may have done where they're, um, they're creatures from Niflheim. Yeah, now they're, they're saying like Niflheim. Another, uh, yeah. Asgardian race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I get, it's cool that there's some kind of mystery. Like, we don't know yet who the villains are. But uh, I, I'm sure, I feel like they yeah. look like they want to channel the look of the scrolls, but they're they're forced to call them something else. That could be that could yeah. just. Be I'm right. with Paul though. They're lies, lies. So um, there's also, and this wasn't during a Super Bowl, but there was a, a new Spider-Man trailer. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And like great. beating beating up the police. He's like a vigilante, and I just okay. You know, it's all about his parents. Because this, this kid, I don't know. I love the cast and everything oh. else, but I don't Did like. Did you this see the Social Network? No, I don't like Andrew Garfield. I don't know why. 
I agree with you. I don't like the kid that got to play Peter Parker either. I'm Thank not, you. I'm well, give him a chance. He just no, I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I'm just saying I don't like him. I mean, I'm still going to watch the movie. Of course. Probably, yeah. I may end up liking it, but yeah. the guy they have to play him, I've, I've just never liked him. Even in the social network, he's just not been, been – he Uh-oh. just doesn't click Huh. Okay. I think cool, uh, he, I, he has twilight hair. Edward hair. A little bit, yeah. And Maybe that's why I don't like him. <laughs> he has no forehead. It's all hair. Oh, uh, and then uh, we saw the lizard yeah, that um, cool. with no snout. Yeah, it looks awesome. That looks weird but to me. Will he mutate to the snout? Would it eventually or just no I think snout? Secondary mutation? <laughs> Diamond form? Exactly. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. <laughs> so, games. We'll, we'll, we'll blow through this. So, we'll Uncharted. Uh, you guys have been playing Uncharted? I played Uncharted. I played the three of them in a row, like, in the past month. Whoa, and really? I love them. I I've never, because those are not my type of games, and I've been fascinated. It's and like you're playing a movie, hot. right? Yeah, and he's kind of hot. Yeah. And he's fun. He's really funny and he's really cool, yeah. No, but when he gets all wet and his jeans all tight. Oh, yes, Nathan Drake. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people think that Nathan Fillion would make a really good character. I agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's up. It's going to be made into a movie, I heard. Really? Well, yeah, I it know. is being made into a movie, yeah. And he, um, my my boyfriend, played, he's played all three of them. He's the same way. He played the first one and he couldn't stop, so he played all three. And, yeah. Uh, I think he played a little more than a month, but still, he was able to get through them pretty quickly. I'm on the last part, the very, very end of number three, and I don't want it to end, so I'm not playing it. Because I don't uh, want it to be over. I do that all the time. I don't want this I to end, and I know this is the finale. That's so like, funny. No. I've never heard anyone else that does that besides me. So there's a video online. I think I may have mentioned this before. It's Harrison Ford playing Uncharted and reacting to it, like how impressed he is with the graphics and all that stuff. So somebody recut that video, which is already funny enough, right. with scenes from Indiana Jones and the uh, the Temple. Of, uh, yeah, yeah, the first one. What's the first one? Temple of Doom? No. No. Oh, my God, yeah. No, Senior moment there. So it's recut with that on the TV, and he's reacting to that like he hasn't seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> it is hysterical. you got to find that. Um, all right. Old Republic. Now, I have had a few weeks of not playing Old Republic because of mm-hmm. work. And I don't know. Are you keeping up with it? Uh, I also had to take kind of a break for a little while. Yeah. But I'm, I'm back at the grind. My Sith Warrior uh-huh. is at level 45. Jesus. And uh, I really love the story. It's so good. So but the Sith I'm, Warrior has a good story. Yeah, but the the uh, the questing has, has gotten dull. Yeah, you know, the, you can only listen to so many like conversations. Oh, hey there. Oh, I'm t- I'm too weak to go back out into the field. Could you go kill seven droids and then you're playing this way too much? Yeah, I know. And then and then like and then also grab my backpack and that would be great <laughs> if you could do that for me. Oh, oh, and it glows blue to make it easy for you. Yes, yeah, so it'll, it'll glow. Let me pinpoint it on your map. Uh, so now, oh yeah, on your map. Quest so writing I, is only so much. I know. I know. In the beginning, it was it was pretty good. The um, the fact that it has full like voice acting and it's fully animated. Do you you find yourself not liking that as much as you go further in because you just get tired of that. I have become tired of it, but yeah. I think it's just the uh, not because this, it's bad. It's gotten like worse yeah, as it's gone on, just because I'm it. tired of it in and general. So it's kind of one of these things but, where WoW doesn't do that; they just do the written stuff. But, but I'll say that the the, uh, the class quest, like the main story, yeah. uh, for you know, there's eight different stories depending on which class you choose. Right, that is still like top notch, and that I listen to all the cinematics, and I'm like really into it, and it's yeah. very well written and acted and everything. And so is really, that still it's going? Like, the main story is yeah, still going. It goes okay. from one to fifty yeah. and you have this like you have chapter like three acts and uh So you're in act three. Um yeah, I'm in the third act where you finally got your I don't well I don't really want uh, this is minor spoilers. Like the first arc is sort of a hunting down like uh, a Padawan who can see 
uh, whether you're like really good or bad uh-huh. on the inside. So she could be, look at a spy and be like, oh, that guy's a spy. I can see that he's bad. <laughs> so obviously the Empire wouldn't like that. So you have to go after that person. And at the end, you can you convert her to your side. Oh. Uh, and then the next is uh, you have like another mission to do to like uh, try to overthrow the Republic, like generals, like take out these like four generals uh-huh. and you're betrayed by your master Ugh. and then the fourth is the emp- the emperor himself wants you to take out your master so you're doing all these like little things to like uh like subvert his power so you can take him out so i'm, wow. I'm in the middle of doing that right now That's you know cool. it's wow. it's pure star wars it's it's great you, you know? know paul i used to be a jedi knight till i took an arrow in the knee until <laughs> he took a saber to the knee nice <laughs> um no yeah it's it's really good paul have you played that at all no, but I have got a lot of friends that play it. In fact, I mean, I have some friends that live up in New York that uh, they're they're quote unquote Jedi because they go to uh, a lot of Jedi classes and everything. And this is like something they've been waiting for, like for for months. I mean, they, that's all they talked about, and they they play wait, wait, nonstop. Wait. Can, for can, can you backtrack there. that a little Jedi bit? Classes? Jedi classes. Yeah, well, it's not it's not what you think. It's not like they they think that they're Jedi. It's actually like, <laughs> like uh, acrobatic classes, so they can do the moves and, and do performances on stage. And and uh, some of them are really well. Like like some of them oh. have done some like flips and jumps with lightsabers in their hands, and they put on these performances for mm. for different uh, different premieres and different uh, different uh, shows and things like that. And they get paid for it, and they they're really well done. And so, I'm really uh, impressed with them. And if I lived in New York, I would totally be doing it with them too. Oh, so so uh, these these friends. Where, where exactly are they? Leave, leave, leave an address for Q to, oh, to go find them. Right. So, is, so is it kind of like Cirque du Soleil at a galaxy far, far away? <laughs> oh. Nice. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's pretty cool, though. That was good. Yeah. I was thinking they like went to meditation classes and they tried to you know just meditate. Well, there's a lot of yoga in it too. Yeah. They have to be very, uh, I guess, flexible and be able to. To, to get into different poses and, and stuff for photo shoots and also for, for their performances. Their master class is slaughtering younglings. Oh. Yeah. oh. <laughs> Did you well, see... some of them do take the path of the cis so they can be like the evil the evil uh, components to, to their, their duos and fights and everything. Oh. Uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, yeah. That's, we'll have to ask Lefty if she knows any people in that troupe. No. I mean, they're they're both in New York City. Clearly, they know yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, she might. It's because... a fairly big group. It's called. It's just. It's, it's simple. It's just called New York Jedi. So it's like a lot of people are part of it. Oh, that's awesome. interesting. Yeah, well, cool. I'll, I'll talk to her. Uh, she uh, for you don't. Know, those of you who don't know, including Paul Lefty, is our uh, occasional guest uh, contributor who is up in New York City doing. Uh, Burlesque. Burlesque. But she's traveling right That's now. That's true. She is all over she the place. She sent me now. a gift for my birthday. I know about it. I know all about it. Glitter ever Girl, just so you know, Eric, when you see glitter all over the place, that's me. That was my <laughs> gift. I know. I cleaned it up. Thanks. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh-huh. I was proud. I, I, want, I want you to review it later, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's our first video. <laughs> we, we are totally doing an adult toy review segment in an upcoming episode. No, that's not what... That's not... No. She didn't send you that? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, Uh-oh. maybe you don't know all your gift then. <laughs> oh, anyway, moving uh- <laughs> on. So, uh, yeah, Old Republic's been amazing. I've got a Jedi is up to like level thirty-eight. A Jedi Sage, Shad, no, Set Shadow, which is the magic user, whatever. And uh, Josh and kill him. <laughs> well, we're not even on the same server, which is you. why we'd ever get to play. Uh, but I don't think yet you could even interact. They they really wall them off. I know. I'm seeing fingers fly, which means. Uh, Wrap we'll it up. On. Wrap it up. We'll no one else on. is playing Star Wars. <laughs> I will say, though, if you do like Star Wars Old Republic, go check out the Nerdy Show's Microsode. It is excellent. It is a good, comprehensive overview of the game. All right. 
TV. TV. I think we're skipping the Super Bowl commercials because yeah. other than maybe, yeah, it's been so long, I don't remember. And eh, whatever. <laughs> the Ferris Bueller one was funny in its long form. The short form sucked. Well, everybody thought it was the Ferris Bueller 2 movie. Yeah. That's all I heard. I was like, really? Let's talk about the halftime show. Yes, let's talk about Madonna. Oh, Madonna. <laughs> oh, that's like me getting on stage so old. <laughs> so old she and haggard. She did great, though, I she, thought. Oh, okay, she can't here's, dance. Here's, here's, <laughs> here's my take, well. because while I was working, I was um, live tweeting. I'm just like, oh, so, you know, that double hip replacement does wonders for you. <laughs> you know, Madonna. You know, she was good. She was good. She I'm is not... in better shape at, what, 50-something? 53. Than I will ever be in my life. She is in such good shape. Well, if we had that kind of money, any one of us would be in that but kind no, no, of shape. No, 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 I mean, she has had work done. She's admitted, I think. But she also is insanely fit. I mean, you, no. you, you got to acknowledge, like, her, she's She's crazy. nothing but bone and tendon left. Right, she's, like, she's crazy. <laughs> but here's I can the, get snipped and tucked. Here's the thing, here's the thing. I looked at it, and... I saw that she was trying to do like here's my triumphant return. Oh, the Cleopatra she was like, thing. She was no, she she was Cleopatra if she was a lesbian and, <laughs> and cosplayed as a Valkyrie. <laughs> and then like, wow. I felt like they just was like, look, let's just rape the like mythology pantheon and see what we got. Oh, well, it's funny because on Saturday Night Live they said that yeah, that's what a bunch of uh, straight men wanted to see a bunch of half naked men carrying Madonna. Oh, which I still like, come on, thought was awesome. <laughs> Not just half naked men, but half naked men in harnesses. And just like that Spartan yes. outfit. Yeah, which I didn't. Oh. I wasn't. Harness misses come early. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Happy harness misses. Did you see me complaining? Did you see me complaining? No. No. Now, what did you think musically? Like, I felt like I liked the best of approach. It makes sense, and usually the artists do that. Mm-hmm. I liked her new song. Okay, I actually had seen her L- new song. You. V, Madonna, Y, the O, U, Yoana. And the answer is no, Madonna. I don't. I liked it. Like, I saw it at a club, though, the night before. We went out to a, a club in Ebor, and they had, like, a video remix I actually really enjoyed. Really? Yeah, I did. I thought, actually, I no, no, it wasn't that bad. But the song was so forced. It was written for the Super Bowl. Right, yeah. To have that, like, cheerleader theme. Yep, yep. And then it was praising Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> to highlight the fact that hey, this is Madonna. In case you didn't realize, hey, I can still do this. I <laughs> put the walk like walking. <laughs> you're terrible. She almost fell. Come so on. So you're not going to go to see her new tour, is what I'm hearing. No. You know what? It's funny. I might go see her tour with a friend, or I uh, see her on tour, or I might go see Cher. I'm not sure oh, which ooh. hologram. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, a real one. Oh my god. Oh my god. For for when Gaga goes on tour again, I want to go as Jem. Oh, you're going uh, by yourself, on- honey. Oh. <laughs> wow. So, so you guys didn't. I mean, it wasn't. You know, no, no, no. I mean, it was. It was entertaining. entertaining. It was uh, entertaining. I like. It. Uh, of course, Patrick's a huge Madonna fan, so I have to. But um, that's beside the point. Game of Thrones season two trailer. We all seen it. Well, yes. actually, who who watches or reads Game of Thrones? I know you, Eric. You're reading it. I thought you were reading it. No, I no. I, oh, oh, I, I started reading been, it, but uh, okay. I stopped. I started. And stopped. I, 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 yeah, I'm I couldn't. I've, I've read the entire series and up to one that just came out this past year, and yeah. I've yeah, it's so good. And uh, the adaption of the first the season one was really good, and season two looks like it's gonna yeah pick up. They showed my favorite character. One of my favorite characters is uh, Brennanine. Is it Brennanine? I never say the female loud, warrior. Yeah, she's like really like. Yeah, we talked about her, I think. Yeah, and they sh- I showed a picture of her, and she, she looked, looked badass. Yeah, she looked good. So well, I'm excited, and I actually pre-ordered the on Blu-ray. So when that comes in, I'll finish. No, it. No, me too. So, yeah. so. Um, now I want to talk about Justified. What's Justified? It sounds like Justin no, Timberlake. No, no, <laughs> I know, I know about Justified. So yeah. Timothy Oliphant was the guy from The Hitman. He played the Hitman. 
He's been in a bunch of other stuff. You see Go, the movie Go from a while ago. Like nope. He was a drug dealer in that. Oh. He's been in Deadwood. Anybody watch Deadwood? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Okay. My Life? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh! oh. <laughs> so you know, there are pills for that, girl. <laughs> Justified is the story of Timothy Oliphant's character. He's a marshal, U.S. marshal, mm. in Kentucky, where he's from. Fighting meth. And he's fighting meth dealers. He's fighting pot dealers. He, basically, a marshal's purview is, is kind of vague. It's, I, they hunt down escaped prisoners, so that he does that. They'll do escorts and stuff, but then sometimes they'll just get roped into other crime. And so that seems to be what happens a lot. Mm-hmm. The second series was last year. Amazing. The female performance, uh, she won like tons of awards really? for her. She was the bad guy. This was like a uh, pot dealer, like drug lord, kingpin woman named Mags Bennett. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Oh, wow. She's a piece of work. Oh, yeah, I love her. I forgot her name. She was on a... Uh, uh, Fresh Air. Yeah, Fresh Air. Um, sorry, we had our little NPR moment there. Uh, but anyway, Justified is fucking awesome. It's probably my favorite show right now. I actually went out and bought the book by Elmore Leonard. Uh, he created the character. He's a, you know, out of out of mind. He's a crime writer. Yeah, yeah. He, he gave the stamp of Justified. And he his, really his likes it. family is, like, producing it and stuff. It's mm. weird. Anyway, the book was very interesting. It wasn't quite the same. Um, but, man, if you just like good writing, like, dialogue, like, genuine character development, if you... There's a little bit of, like, violence. It gets actually sometimes very violent but it's just fun and yet I don't like crime stuff but I love this you know so you like the shield at all I do actually but this is like the shield but with more personality and charm Mm, in fact Walter Goggins is in it Uh, the guy from the shield the I forgot his character but he he's the real bastard idiot dumbass in the shield did you watch not yeah yeah but his second guy oh right 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 that's uh that's uh in fact, he's like one of the best parts of the show. So anyway, that's justified. If you're not watching, you should. Powers Pilot. Now, we've had some debates about whether or not this is alive or dead. This is not good news. Dina, the actress that played Dina, dropped. She's off. She's off. She's gone. So that means they have to either reshoot. I mean, they're going to have to do something, right? Yeah, they're going to have to reshoot. Uh, and But, but Bendis, Bendis said that this is not the end, that they actually have a plan forward. And that he he says the studio is still supporting the this the project. This has been in the works by 10, 15 years now. Well, like two years or so. But no, this happens a lot. Well, Bendis has probably been shopping At least this it for isn't the. I feel another lock and key pilot. Coming no, this out. isn't yeah. the same as lock and key. Lock and key, they saw it, didn't like it, done. Right. This is different. Yeah. So I still think there's hope, but definitely the patients on life support right now. Mm. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Um, what about uh? Walking oh. Dead. Paul oh. likes oh. Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, Paul. You have a lot of shows here. Now, Big Bang Theory is one I've just been getting into a little bit. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I I relate to that show a lot. I mean, I'm not as smart as the guys on there, but <laughs> I, I definitely relate to the geeky aspect of everything they say. And uh, it, it, whenever they show their, their their apartment, I always look at the background to see what they have in there. And they're actually pretty up to date with season to season with some of the things that have come out, like different toys and different different statues and action figures and things like that. It's like it's pretty cool how they're able to do that. Yeah, I really like They have a deal with DC of some kind. I don't know if it's because they're both by a studio or something. But, yeah, like they're always promoting DC stuff. Like they did the Justice League in one of the episodes. Now, let me ask you, Paul. Is your comic store anything like the comic store they go to? I wish it was that nice. No, it's not anywhere near that. It's it's uh it's 
decent the one I have is decent, but uh the I, I guess I mean I, I do know the owner of the comic store that I go to and we've become, you know, pretty friendly, like we're on first name basis. I call him my dealer because you know he holds <laughs> on to the stuff that I <laughs> that I'm looking for That's and great. everything and, and but he does it for, for every like all of his longtime customers, but yeah. it's not quite the same. It's it's uh, it's a little different and his his store is more almost like his home because he I think he has like a cot set up in back or something. <laughs> I think well, he lives there. I'm not sure yet. We but do. If, if, you were to, if you were to ever meet my 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 comic book guy and you were to watch The Simpsons, like the comic book guy on The Simpsons, I, I swear they modeled it after oh, this no. guy. He they look the same. They have the same ponytail. Like they're both sarcastic. He's always like slurping slurping from some like like slushy or something. And Worst and he's very like he, he's an asshole, but at the yeah. same time, you know, he's a cool guy too because he knows all this this knowledge and stuff. Which is so, so the pretty ones. Nice well. Yeah. <laughs> Does your store have back issues? Shoes. Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of back. See, that's what's that. so funny about our store. The comic shop we go to, a comic shop, a comic is shop. like yeah. the anti-comic store. First of all, nobody in that store that works there is anything like the Simpsons caricature, or or even maybe a little bit more like the guy in in the Big Bang Theory. But um, they have no back issues. It's just new stuff, pretty much, with a few trades and all that. Oh, we'll, we'll take it from here. Oh, Brian. yes, please. Go okay, for so, it. <laughs> uh, um, uh, so Eric and I work at a comic shop. Not a plug or anything. We just yeah, work whatever. Um, so, yeah, we don't deal in back issues. We don't do figurines. We um, don't do statues. We don't do we statues. We just started posters. Oh. What? I don't know. Is much. it good? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, no, we just started posters. We just started right. posters. So we started like more four? shirts. Yeah. Um, but we have a rental program, so we rent graphic novels out. Uh huh. And so then that's the plus. And then we have um, a lounge yeah. called a Geek Easy where we do like burlesque shows and we throw parties in there and we watch The Walking Dead. It's together. our sex club. It's our <laughs> sex den. We call it the rape den. People get naked in there all the time because you ask them to. I mean, no. Uh, yeah, it's really easy to get guys naked, especially college boys. Okay, can I ask a question? I'm sorry. Maybe I'm kind of naive about this, but, but what, 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 what exactly is a burlesque show? Like, what do you oh, do okay. in a burlesque so, show? Okay, uh, so a burlesque show. <laughs> Good, or what's the difference between a burlesque dancer? Okay, so. Um, oh, God. Burlesque. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to leave it that <laughs> We love no, you, no, Lefty. No. Okay, so uh, the joke Eric's alluding to is what's the difference between a burlesque dancer and a stripper? 15 pounds. Um, Honey, it's more than that. Yeah, you'd be but, nice. So, but um, uh, burlesque is like the tease. It's the, the slow reveal. It's everything but. So like um, it back in the day in speakeasies and stuff like that, you used to do burlesque shows. Sometimes they incorporate fire dancing. Um, vaudeville think vaudeville yeah very old like you know i used to use feathers <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my, oh my god i would love to you see know, that there, there's um if you've ever seen like a show or like simpsons did it uh you know when um the, the, the episode episode exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Put the yeah. Spring in Springfield. I, I, that's what i was thinking but i didn't think that was what was going on at the comic book store so. yeah but yeah. we, yeah. it, it but we do it very okay. much like <laughs> doing avengers versus x-men one a horror one we try to do it around the comic captain book america nipple tassels yeah oh, oh, oh. nice <laughs> um, it's, it's interesting our, one of our dear friends anna from the comic anna. shop anna. anna sorry she's she she'll kill you does she <laughs> anna who uh, also now has her own uh, hot tub video series anyway um she really? is yeah she is like a uh, madam of a burlesque troupe is that okay yeah, fair? yeah i mean mm -hmm. she does a lot and she has a lot of context so there's actually quite a burlesque scene here in orlando and i guess in new york it's huge yeah. too and that's what lefty our friends uh she's big in that but let's let's rain it back in all right okay. no Big so, bang uh, theory uh, who's yes. your who in your life paul is your own sheldon because are, are you sheldon or is one of your friends sheldon 
Uh, no, I, I am definitely not the Sheldon because, uh, I don't know, I, I, I'm, uh, I guess I'm much more agreeable to the certain topics in there. He's completely, uh, he's completely, like, he, he, he unbudges, he doesn't budge, like, from his stance and point of view, so I don't think I'm Sheldon. I don't know if I have a Sheldon in my life, but I have some people, well, no, actually I do, I do have one, <laughs> because he, this one guy, he refuses to, to acknowledge anyone else as being correct, and he is always correct, <laughs> even though oh. half the time he's wrong, but still, like, like you know, he's, he's our friend, so we support him. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny, because I'm, I'm looking at the list of everything you watch, and I... I, I, even though I tried not to get back into it, I got hooked on Naruto again. I gave up on the first series, and then Shippuden came along. I'm just like, I'm not doing this again. And now we're at episode 250. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, I, I love Naruto, and uh, I, I read the manga more that more so than the actual episodes. I, uh, I don't watch the American episodes. I only watch the the Japanese anime yeah. version since it's the uncut stuff, and it's like the real like like storyline that's going on. But uh, I I kind of got hooked. On onto that uh, about a year ago when someone someone just gave me some of the manga to read and I, I loved it so much that I'm one of those obsessive people that I just I literally read everything up to date like the back <laughs> issues up to that point within like it had to be like like two weeks and like I, that's all I did like non-stop and then when it, I caught up to everything I was kind of sad because I realized that's it now I'm, I have to wait for new stuff to come out each week so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everybody I talk to when they get into that they get so pissed when they get caught up and they have to well wait. not only that but it since you're since you're reading the manga, you know that the Great Ninja War is coming up. Well, it, it's going it, on yes. right now. Yeah, yes. we just we're almost there. We're almost yeah, there. I, I know. I can't wait to see. Like, well, I don't want to give spoilers, but I mean, I can't wait to see like the Nine Tails and Naruto when they they they, they finally like see eye to eye because they've been like hinting at Naruto being able to make everyone his friend, yeah. including this this pissed off demon that's like living inside of him for such a long period of time. And now finally they're going to finally team up and be on the same side. I can't wait to actually see that in animated form. It's great because we we just got a hint of that because uh, it happened with the Eight Tails, and so like now he's training with the Eight Tails, and he's like, you know, even though he re imprisoned him, he's like, you know, I'm sorry about this, Kyuubi. Like, I'll I'll be back, and I'm just like, oh, that's sweet. I know it is. It's awesome. It's awesome, and I, I like the dynamics of how Naruto is. It's it's, it's a re, it's a really well written show. I think some parts are predictable. I mean, obviously we all we all knew that the Nine Tails eventually was going to be on Naruto's side, and we also knew that this war was going to be starting up with Toby or Madara, whatever yeah. he really is. We're not really quite sure, but still, I, I like how it's been done. What about Walking Dead? Because I yeah, know a couple read, of us wa- read that, watch that. Paul, do you read the comic as well as watch the show? Or I, I, I did at the beginning, but then I stopped reading it, and then I thought about picking it up again when the series started up because I love the show. It's going oh. in a different direction than what the comic. Oh, book completely, was, but... completely. Yeah, different. yeah. They, they yeah. just so... cast the governor. Did you oh, see that? no. Yeah, I saw that online. David that online. Morrissey, who um, David Morrissey. the next doctor, mm-hmm. and he's been right? in a bunch he's, of stuff. He's the next doctor. No, no, no. The, oh. Remember the guy who played the next doctor? <laughs> oh, yes, Lieutenant? yes, yes. Sorry. No, didn't mean to get you excited. Uh, no, no, I, I'm just like, what? No, no. What? He is the governor. Okay. And that- he was in uh, Blackpool, which is one of my favorite, like, British uh, whatever shows. So, anyway, he's going to be interesting, so... So, yeah, I haven't seen the new stuff. Like, I have not seen any of the new seasons. Well, are you up to date, Paul? Did you watch all the episodes so far? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I can't wait for tonight's episode. Well, because the last... I think though those people that they had to the shoot out with, that that's part of the governor's people. That's my guess. That too. That's actually what I was thinking too. I was thinking that, that those people are gonna be like like uh, played up later on, and they're just kind of like go see, like sowing the seeds for like future stuff. Right. And uh, that's pretty much what I was thinking. And I'm just I just want Shane to take a shower again. 
Uh, yeah, Shane's pig. <laughs> now, I heard Shane, Shane's the one that in the comics uh, 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 gets nixed the first. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. I think the first graphic novel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's still around, but supposedly the actor who plays him was upset by the fact that, uh, what's his name? They're about left, so he's leaving. Well, supposedly Darabont is starting, I don't know, this is all rumor, like he's starting a show and wants the guy who plays yeah. Shane to part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, So oh. but he may he may be being, uh, his storyline may end soon. I don't well, know. just as good. Yeah, you see uh, the tension yeah. between them, so. Yeah. Wait, question. Yes, yes question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last episode I saw, I, I'm not up to date at all, uh, that guy that, like, he was like a caricature of like a, a racist redneck guy. Um, he Darryl. he had to cut his arm off to escape or his foot oh, off to escape wow. or something. Oh my god, that's like oh. the first. Scene I in know, episode I know, Bad but I just want to know if 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 he came back yet. Yes, kind of. He, he made a reappearance. Kind of. Uh, can you uh, just tell me what happened? <laughs> Paul, do you want to take what happened? I I don't remember him ever making another. No, remember when Daryl oh. got Daryl was uh, like on the edge of death, and then his brother appears. Oh, oh, oh! So he yeah, kind of well, comes back, but yeah, yeah. what? I guess it's hallucination. <laughs> yeah. His other brother, oh, Daryl. So he actually hasn't come back. No, not phys- no. no. He has a physically. Oh, okay. Good. We don't know. Great reference there, Brian. Thank you, Jared. <laughs> I looked around and I'm like, no, Bob Newhart show. Or yeah. just kind of batted his Cause, eyes. Cause, like, the reason I his eyes. oh, never mind. I was gonna say I heard a rumor that he might be the governor. Be the governor, which would be but he's great, not because they re- they already cast yeah, somebody yeah. else. Okay. Um. So that yeah, be so, his right hand man or his left hand, whichever one he comes. How how Paul are you like an archer? I love Archer. Oh, I love Archer. Archer's God, so like great. A, awesome. The only series I saw the first season, and I love the team that does that because I love the show they did before Archer. Um, oh crap! With the Alien. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember what it was Paul like. Luke. I can't believe I can't remember it. It was Killface was the character. Killface you're is the about. character, but I don't uh, remember the show. Frisky Dingo was the Frisky show. Frisky Dingo. Oh, yeah. Fucking love that show. And when they went on to do Archer, I was just I was thrilled. But anyway, I haven't. Archer, I'm not throw those sour faces at I us. Love um, Heart of Archness was the like they did this like three part like, Heart of Darkness sort of thing. Yeah, kind of. Is he the Kurtz character? Yeah. Kind oh my of. god! But it's <laughs> but it's 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 really funny. And the thing about Archer is that they take themselves really serious. Like Paul, do you agree? Like they take themselves really serious because like they have to do this. They really love what they're doing. Yeah. But it's just so brilliant. Well, give him a chance to agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree for him. It's okay. <laughs> So no, what yeah, do you? Yeah, no, I agree, I agree with you. You're right. Yeah, they they, they do take it seriously, but then it's like it's it, they do it so incredibly well, and, and they, the jokes that come out like you don't expect it, and then when they say it, it's just like it, you you bust out laughing so much, and I've done that so many times. Yeah. Is the accountant guy still on there? Uh, the one yeah. from Saturday Night Live. Cyril. Cyril. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cyril. I love Cyril. Cyril. Yeah. He's actually a field agent now oh, because God. um oh god. Uh, what's his name? Who always uh, just says, a gay character? Yeah, yeah he was uh, he, he was paralyzed, but he turned out not to be paralyzed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We got a couple other little TV news things. Uh, Why don't you just zip through. Those? Yeah, we'll zip through the. I found pilot? these on uh, Diamond. They, they did these announcements that Green Arrow is getting a pilot. The same director Smallville. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> Ultimate, it's not Justin Hartley, so I don't care. Ultimate Spider-Man. We Ult- knew that. Bendis been talking April about that for first. a while. Yeah. Is it is it new? It looks like Spectacular Spider-Man with just another name. Okay, uh, yeah, that's what I was just same about kind to say. of a style. But I think it's based on the ultimate line. Okay, yeah, is it going to be Peter? Are they picking yeah. up yeah, yeah, Peter? Peter? Yeah, it's not Miles or anything. 100 Bullets is in development. I didn't know about that. I had I, I read that I was like, "Really? I, awesome." Has any you've read 100 Bullets? Oh yeah. I started it and I put it down, so I need to go back and check that out. What, once you sort of keep reading it and you, you gotta, see how these different people interact, it's yeah. really good. 100 or a Hulk? I knew Hulk was being Hulk, but produce. I'm interested in this Jessica Jones. Yes, that's another hey, one. Hey, hey, include, Jessica Jones. It's going to include Power Man and Miss Marvel. 
Well, yeah, because Power Man has to fuck her in the well, ass. Well, yeah, but Miss <gasps> Marvel? Sorry. PG. No, was, but oh. it says Power Man. Why wouldn't it say Luke? Well, Luke maybe... Cage? It, you yeah, know, will it be Luke Cage? Because they want, they want his Cage, superhero like, name. Like, recently, so I don't know why they're calling Power Man again unless yeah. they're trying to give him... But then, why wouldn't they call Jessica Jones Jewel? I mean, that's, well, she, so she it, that's kind of weird. Well, did you read, go by Jewel Did anymore? you read Alias, so, Paul? She did, for a second. I read a couple issues here and there, but it wasn't my thing. But I do know of it and everything. It's excellent in a way. It's very what I love about Bendis. And it's yeah. they've kind of gone away from that, you know, with her character and, and all the stuff. Yeah, well, I, they they retconned a lot of stuff with her. Oh, yeah. in, in the Alias book, man. That she went to she went to school with Peter Parker, but apparently we didn't know that until this book. And oh, yeah. surprise, yeah, she's actually been a part. <laughs> Can of someone their, tell me who, the, who Jessica Jones is? It's Jessica, Luke Cage's, Luke Cage's wife. wife from New Avengers. Right. Okay, I the know that, but who is she? Or where'd she? Jewel. Jewel. Who was she before this? I never heard of Jewel. She's retconned. She's she's like the Spider Woman. What? It's she's, like she's always been there, but she was never actually seen. So uh, part of Alias is like she went to school with Peter Parker. She developed superpowers, got super strength, and can fly and everything. And I don't think it's like, she's, and, but now she's, she's there, no but, oh, longer wait, Jewel. You know, like here she is, right? So she retired as a superhero, uh, and she's a private investigator. Have you you haven't read Alias? No, I'm going to lend you Alias. Alias, it's up there. yeah, like. D- uh, has nothing to do with the, the Jennifer Garner. Nothing to do with that. Oh, I was confused. <laughs> Which is funny because she actually could play Jessica Jones. I think mm-hmm. right. that, that, she could. She yeah. would. She would actually. That, I never put that connection together until now. But you're right. That, it, that would actually be a really good person to play her. It used to confuse the hell out of me when that book came out and Alias was going because I loved the show Alias and it, I thought it had something to do with it. And I started reading. It. I'm like, oh wait, they're having anal sex. That doesn't have anything to do with Alias. <laughs> they have anal sex. Oh yeah, Luke Cage has anal sex. There's a great How do you panel. Know? They'll you'll see it. It's, it's a max. It's series. awesome. It's, oh yeah, they it can a, show anal sex? They show her looking uncomfortable in a position that we would think then is caused by the, oh, okay. the butt sex. I'm good at spotting that. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's good. So, you'll read it. So, gay news. I should hope so. We're moving on. Gay news. There's gay lots news. of gay news. Prop, Prop eight, 8. Overturned. Yeah, now. but it's not official yet because it still has to go to the Supreme Court? No, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So, the, the, the appellate court is the one that ruled on it. And now it's going to Supreme Court, I guess. So, yeah. But what's cool about the ruling I read is it's very specific to California, which means, A, they won't be able to use it as precedent in other states, which is unfortunate. But the fortunate part is it'll be hard for the Supreme Court to find a problem with it because it's very super specific to California. So mm. we'll see. Still none in Florida. Nope. Um, nope. But gay mm-hmm. marriage is now approved in Washington State. Mm-hmm. And Maryland, and Maryland. Maryland's huge for me because I keep looking at moving up there, so I'm like, oh, I can Uh-oh. get married. Um, but what was sucky, and this is kind of surprising, is New Jersey, of all places, the legislature approved it, and the bastard of a governor they have uh, vetoed it. No way. New Jersey oh. had it. No? No. No? Oh, they don't. I thought they were. So Christie is the governor up there, and all my conservative friends like him, because they're, and they tell me that they like him because, like, oh, no, no, he's a conservative in, like, the political sense, but he's not, like, a conservative Christian, so he's not a social blah, blah, blah. Until he stabbed them in the back. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Good job there, uh, Christie, because he wants to run. Like, he, a lot of people wanted him to run for president this year because mm-hmm. they like him that mm-hmm. much. And you know this just proves he's pandering to the better than Santorum. But, but uh, let's not let's the please, uh, Santorum. Um, oh, Santorum. Oh, um, I heard he emerged from the rear in his in the last race. Scene. <laughs> he's coming from behind. He's coming. He's from coming behind. from behind. Yes, um, Paul, Paul. And for those who don't know, our, our previous episode was called the Phantom Santorum. Okay. <laughs> and we and the question had never heard uh, of uh, what Santorum was. Do you know what Santorum means? Like not the name, but. 
No, I don't. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Do yourself a favor and Google Santorum. Oh God! It won't Google be the top it. link, but it'll probably be up there on the first page. Anything connected with and don't Dan eat Savage. anything. <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, Dan Savage coined this term in reaction to Santorum like a long time ago, saying that gay sex was like on the road to having sex with animals. That whole thing. Oh wow! Okay. And so, as like a Google bomb thing, he started trying to have people link it. Anyway, we, well, we talked about it in the last episode. He, he turned can... Rick, San, Rick Santorum's name into a very disgusting yes. gay slang term byproduct, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll move on. Um, but yeah, gay news. We're, we're thrilled about all this, all this marriage. Yeah, things, so. yeah. Uh, actually, Eric's uh, Eric married. Eric is married in, married in New York. I got married in New York. It means jack shit in Florida. Uh, Moving on. Well, the best part. Thing is coming to Orange County. Paul, would oh, you you're... would you get uh, married if it oh, was yeah, legal? Yeah. I, I would love to at one point sometime. You know, I I considered uh, like uh, just having I, uh, I I guess my own little uh, ceremony. But uh, if it becomes legal, definitely I would love to do something like that. Yeah. How long have you and your boyfriend uh, been together? Uh, March twenty first will be nine years. Wow! wow that's nice, awesome! Oh my God! Congratulations! How yes. can you do that's that? That's like what? How do you years? do that? We are all in awe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, my partner and I have talked about having a ceremony, and we're going to do the domestic partner registry. But uh, I kind of want to do a ceremony when it's I don't know. Legal. It seems like the Re- registration act for mutants. I know. I know. <laughs> don't really like. Oh, we want to see where all the kids are. Take they take your yeah, picture. Yeah, you see, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, music, real um, quick. <coughs> oh, 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 I'm so, sorry. So, in, in music. Oh, yes, please. Oh, oh wait, I'm sorry. Do you, oh, mind if, do you mind if we do these two quick points real quick, then we can then finish we with that? Okay, crying. yeah, what, what are the quick points? Oh. Babbling. Oh, I just went to the Jonathan Colton and They Might Be Giants concert, which is huge in, like, nerdy, geeky stuff, yeah. because They Might Be Giants have been around for years. It was, what, their, like, 20 or 25th anniversary? Yeah, exactly, yeah. and they've... They're the proto geek band, other than Weird Al, like the two of them. Wait a minute! 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 What? None of this is important because my music news trumps all of your oh music God. news. Oh God! He wants to talk about Whitney. No, no. like you, hush, hush, you. What? I let you talk. You're done. <laughs> I didn't say anything yet. <laughs> um, okay, all right, so, fine, no. fine. Okay, no, so no. This is, Tell us about yeah. this. Is this is what happened? So I was going to see the B52s in concert. Oh. Um, and Eric warned me that they're going to be old. <laughs> and they're gonna phone it in, and that's exactly what they did. But over the phone? Th- no, but they might as well nice. have. So okay, I'm just like I'm excited. I'm yeah. like okay, I want to see B52s, and then I got the first text message. <gasps> oh, that's and see, like about. the thing is, like Eric knows, like Whitney has been there since I was like four. My first video, music video ever, was "I'm Your Baby Tonight." Wow. So like, I love Whitney Houston. She's my favorite of all time. That was her first video and Oral's first video. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so like. I got a text message and my friend's like, oh, Whitney Houston just died. And I just, I, I guess. And I was like, no, don't, that's not funny. Don't lie to me. And my friend being a jackass says, your people are dropping like flies. <gasps> Etta, Michael, now Whitney. And I'm just like, stop. No, don't play. And he's like, no, it's been confirmed by CNN. So I dropped down to my knees in a crowd full of gay men. Oh my God. And screamed, rock lobster. <laughs> and screamed to the top of my lungs. Oh my God! Kiss my ass! No. You took Whitney, <laughs> not Whitney. And then I just proceeded to listen to the greatest love of all and cry. Oh! And then tried to watch wow. the B fifty twos, which sucked. Um, but no, like Whitney, 
I, I love Whitney. Whitney has been so integral to, like, a lot of people. I mean, Eric, you grew up when she first mm-hmm. came out. So, like, you were there for oh, You Give Good Love. You were there for, you know, The Greatest Love of All, Where no, Did Broken Heart Go? there was one song that I really, oh, I don't, I can't remember, but that was the first song I've heard of Whitney that was really slow that I loved. And that's when I fell in love with her. All the Man That I Need? No, no. I, I can't remember it. If I okay. remember it, I'll let you know. Um, but yeah, like, I was devastated. Where were we all when we heard that Whitney passed? I was here at the house, and I was on the computer, and I heard it from the living room, because I think one of our friends, Kyle, had, you know, just saw it, and he's uh-huh. like, Whitney's dead. I'm like, what? I was driving when I got your text. It, it was the night of the, um, uh, what, Golden Globes? No, it was a, the night before the Grammys. The gr- oh, yeah, oh, right. yes, because she was there for the party. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, so I mean, it, it was a party. Uh, it's sad. And all I remember of her, I, mean, I, I love her music, of course, but, but the last thing I remember of her is the uh, on the soup, they had this clip of her from her reality show. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's her saying, kiss my ass yeah. to Bobby, I guess, you know? And that's all I'll remember her. Uh, not all i remember her, but that's what I remember every time I think about her. <laughs> Jared, where were you? I was in Sarasota on the beach by myself. Singing the greatest love of all. And yeah. you, Q? <laughs> I don't remember. He was in a club. <laughs> Probably. Well, it's uh-huh. sad, but I mean... Eh. Watch your mouth. I love I'm her. I'm still in mourning. I just... It's sad, but we all knew it was coming. I know. That's I mean, how, you know, it's, it's a matter of time. It's... I don't. I really wanted. Like, was she had her comeback like two years ago? She. Yeah, I she, wanted she had her... so bad for her to like rise above all that. Like you want. Like mm-hmm. these people, they self destruct, and then you want to see them rise up, just like Jackson. Same thing. Yeah. And you know, you get in this bubble. I think when you're a celebrity, and you where no one tells you no. Even yeah. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan has dealt with drug issues for years, and she's been sober for years. And she said that in L. A. No one should have left Whitney alone. No one should have left her alone for a minute. Because she's Whitney Houston. If she says, I want the moon, Clive Davis is going to give her the moon. Granted, he's going to take a portion of it for himself. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, it was just, oh. I am sad. It is sad. So Okay, go back to your I know. news that I don't care about. I, I don't know. It was just really cool because Jonathan Colton, big, big geek. He wrote the music to Portal, like the end song oh, yeah, yeah. for both Portals. And he opened for They Might Be Giants. And the, the only thing that sucked about it is uh, Jonathan Colton was great one-on-one. Like, you know, he does like a singer-songwriter thing, just him and a guitar. But when he's up there with a band, eh, it wasn't as nearly as – you can't – the lyrics were just lost on a lot of people, and they didn't know his music. And the Giants were great because they always are great. I've seen them like five times now. But they did like some of their obscure stuff from – and they're like the new album, which I, it's, just, like, it's okay. It's not their best. Thing. Everyone's just used to Flood. So. Well, and that's the thing. They actually do <laughs> albums now where they play all Flood and all mm-hmm. Lincoln, okay. um, which I think they're probably huge draws. And their kids' show. I went to yes. their kids' show. Yes. Probably even more Did you have to steal a kid? <laughs> uh, not this time, but last time, yes. Okay. Well, hey, um, they, they worked on Tiny Toons. So. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they were great. Now, what is this thing, Some Nights? Oh, like does anyone fun? watch Glee? Oh, fun. That's right. You told me fun. Does anyone I, watch Glee? I, I don't a lot know. of Glee. Yeah, okay, well, Glee. Well, you love Glee. Good, yes. then you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, there was a song called We Are Young on Glee, I think a week or a couple weeks ago. And Was it um, covered by Pat Benatar? No. Oh. And uh, it's by this band called Fun, um, and they, they're this little, the little indie band that could. They were this band called Format, and the lead s- singer, Nate, they broke up, and they reformed as Fun a couple years ago. 
Um, and I've seen them at the social here in Orlando a couple times, and they're just really, really good. Um, and this new CD came out. It's called Some Nights. Um, and one of their single was on Glee. It's like blowing up the radio. Um, it's uh, it was like number three on the Hot Billboard charts. Um, so they're doing really well. And it's you know it's you, you, know, you know some everyone likes to say oh I knew them when well I knew these guys when and uh, <laughs> they're a mix of like show tunes and Kanye what? West and Queen really? and like theater and like pop and alternative rock it's oh, like it sounds terrible this sounds, it, like, sounds it, like vomit it, no no no, no I <laughs> actually am really interested now. you have that. to give it a listen it, well, you it's, said it's on the radio what song is it on the we, radio we, we are young we've all heard this song you, I just can't duplicate no, it no just listen for it um, I, I can't but they sing, covered so it on Glee they yeah. covered it on Glee did you hear do you know what I'm talking about Paul yeah, I, I do remember the song. Yeah, I, I didn't know the band. I, I, I didn't realize that was where it came from. So, I, But I, I do remember the song you're talking about, and it was really good, too. Yeah. I love that Glee is doing this. They did this, I mean, not like uh, Chemical Romance is an obscure band, but it's certainly not the kind of song you would expect them to cover, and they covered that last time. Right, right. And, and I that, like Then that, that one went on the radio, too, when, well, before it wasn't. And I like that they're doing this on... The thing I hate about Glee, and I got so burned out, well, A, the writing got terrible for a while. It was just it was just ridiculous. It was the most cartoony, stupid, right. unbelievable stuff. But the music choices would they would just do all this pop stuff that was like just out on the radio. And like I understand why they do it, but I don't want them to do it. I want them to do a more obscure stuff like this band. Right. Or show tunes, which probably is the thing they don't want to do as much because it's kinda of cliche. But it's still when they do show tunes, the musical stuff, it's great. They do a good job. Well, I mm-hmm. loved the Wicked when they did the Wicked. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Amazing. And I love the fact that they have, like, you know, Adina and, uh, and uh, uh, Chenoweth. I mean, Chris I love those two, and oh. I love all the... And I did see now... Paul, tell me what you thought of this. They finally showed Rachel's dad's. Oh, yeah. They but did? The thing is, though, they, they totally contradicted themselves because they showed a picture of Rachel's dads in the very first episode and uh, the, the characters they had to play them. Uh, I understand, like, they, they wanted... Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Jeff uh, Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum was one. The other one was a Jeff Broadway Goldblum. guy. Yeah, You're I kidding. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique. And your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jeff Goldblum in there, but the the black father was much darker than than he was than the than the black father they had that showed up as her actual dad, and I kind of had a little problem with that. It's just, it's just like an obvious change. It's too obvious. They could have gotten someone maybe like at least resemble him a little bit better. Well, and I was surprised. Like I thought all along, the two that they would bring in would be like the most like fabulous gay icons they could find. So when I heard it was Jeff Goldblum, I'm like, oh, that's an odd choice. But you see him, and and he. The way he carries himself, 
it's not a hard stretch to figure he's going to get That's so funny. I love Jeff Goldblum. I know. I do, too. Sounds and he's a, a musician, actually, too. Oh. Sounds a lot like the character that he played in Life Aquatic. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Now, the other guy, though, he's a Broadway legend, and I can't think of his name, but uh, I'm actually surprised they didn't, like you said, have... Just, there's tons of good black actors or, you know, whatever you could have you could have gotten who, who, who have Broadway uh, backgrounds, too. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Brian, go ahead and name two. <laughs> hey, Diggs. Okay. Barely. One. Whatever. Um, hold on. Oh, shoot. I can picture him. The guy was in Law and Order. Damn it. I don't know his name, though. Oh. <laughs> but I don't know a lot of white Broadway icons. Victor Garber. Name two. Nathan Lane and Victor Garber. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all Eric's fault. Sorry. Let's move on. Can okay, you name two? On. I don't have to name two. Oh. Oh. Black. <laughs> but okay, but if you want me to, I do. Well, I'm serious. I don't. Okay, know well, I don't know. Let's, let's Okay, so Cindy Poitier. He's breathing. No, this is good. Poitier. I want to hear this. Okay. And he was a Broadway guy. I didn't know he did Broadway. Well, he didn't really do Broadway. Oh, I can't name you a black the... actor. Hell, come on. Well, no, no, no. But he was on stage. He did. He did stage. <laughs> okay, if he was on. Okay, oh. Denzel well, Washington. Very racial. Felicia Rashad. She was a Broadway chick. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't even think of women. And then Viola Davis. I'm, I'm more misogynist than I am racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, let's, let's speaking of misogynist, let's save our hatred. You checked my box? Let's save our hatred for later. Let's we move on. Each, we don't hate okay, you. so now we're on to the nerd fitness segment. This ought to be interesting. Featuring the gay comic geek. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so how can uh, I keep my fabulous bear physique? Wait, wait. Do you want to do your spiel? No, absolutely. Go ahead. I wrote something. I know you did. Edit that out that I said I wrote it. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote this just for you, Paul. <laughs> We're not. Totally not. Oh, uh, so is that why there are all of these emoticons and hearts in there? Instead <laughs> of periods? Okay. Uh, okay. Most nerds are known for staying holed up in their rooms reading comics, sitting on their ass for hours and hours playing video games and eating junk food. Uh, it defies everything in our lifestyle to be fit. Uh, I say fit, but not skinny, because you can be fit and you know still have your ideal body image. Uh, so a bear wants to be big because that's what makes him a bear, but he still needs to be healthy. Same goes for Twinkie guys. They might be skin and bones, but they can't lift a heavy box, so that's not like healthy. It's not fit. Uh, so as a gay man and a nerd, where do you, Paul, strike a balance between what you need to do to be nerdy, but also to be healthy? Uh, well, like I, I've thought about this, and I... I don't know where it came from. Uh, I, I I wanted to when I was in high school. I I wasn't in the best of shape, but I, I was also I was also very. I had a lot of acne. I had a lot of self esteem issues, and I, I met a friend, my best friend, who got me into to working out and to try to look better. And when I started doing that, I noticed that people started to give me a little bit more attention. So I wanted to keep that, but at the same time, I didn't want to give up my personality of being a geek. And I, I kind of went into the closet of being a geek to everyone. And I secretly hid uh, like comic books at home, and no one no one knew that I was reading them. So it was like, Amen, was sister. <laughs> I was I was be I was in the closet for being gay and in in a closet for for being a geek too and eventually when I came out as being gay it, it's like I, I tried to make a lot of gay friends and everyone all the gay friends that I had pretty much said oh you have to look good you have to you have to work out you have to do all this other stuff in order to fit in and I tried so hard to fit into gay society and I, again I still hid my geeky side because I, I 
I had friends that had no idea what it was I'd be talking about. And then eventually I got tired of that, so I just I came out as being a geek too, and I lost a lot of gay friends, like a lot, because they, they couldn't relate to me in any way. And wow. so I, I you know, I was like, fuck it, whatever, I'm just gonna be myself. So I, I try to strike a balance by working out and, and keep my gay side happy and then at the same time try to keep my geeky side happy too. And then then I met my boyfriend, who's a super fitness like Nazi, which I call him a food Nazi, and like he he doesn't let me eat anything bad. I have to eat behind his back, which he calls it cheating. If like, I the, eat, <laughs> like those cookies like right now, you have. I'm eating Girl Scout cookies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, which kind? Which kind? If you were to see that, he he can he get pissed off at me. <laughs> what kind are they? Yeah, uh, these are the Samoa cookies. <gasps> oh, I love Samoa. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I, I really have to lead it up to him. He's the one that keeps me in shape more than anyone else. And we we do P90X at home because I'm not looking to be a big bodybuilder. I just want to have like a, a, some cut muscles. I want a six pack, but at the same time, I don't want to be like a huge, huge person. I, I just uh, that that's too much effort, and I don't want to have to try to keep up with that. It, th- what I'm doing now, I think, is pretty good. Wait, what is your? What do you you said you do P90X? Yeah, that's yeah. Your, your routine. Yeah, well, yeah how, is that yeah, good? Yeah. I heard, that used to be like the fad thing. Like, was it last year or the year before? Is that is that like uh, is it good for P90X? Yeah, uh, I it, I think it works excellent. Uh, it, it has to do. It, it's not like like some of these other things where these other workouts where it's like a bunch of BS. I mean, this you're pretty much you got to put in the work and effort, and the guy makes it very clear this isn't going to be easy. It's it's really tough. And it's not for everyone either because you have to be able to do pull-ups and push-ups and a lot of them, like a lot of them. And there's also like jump training too because there's cardio days. And uh, you can have weights, but uh, I use bands mostly myself. Uh, my, my boyfriend uses uses some weights instead because he doesn't like the bands. He doesn't feel like there's enough uh, resistance in it. But uh, I I do this – I used to do it very religiously the past couple of weeks because of MegaCon and everything. I've, I haven't worked out once, honestly, in two weeks. So. <laughs> So I mean I'm going to start back up again tomorrow, but I've been been enjoying since I come back I came back from MegaCon this past week not working out and just kind of eating what I want to eat and everything and and but tomorrow I know that's why I'm kind of finishing up the Girl Scout cookies I'm trying to finish up all the junk <laughs> stuff left here. Nice. So but I do I do think it is a really good workout and and if you stick to it and you do what the plan says it, it is uh, you will get a lot of results from it and I've seen it so I mean I can contest to it totally. Yeah, I have a lot of friends who do P90X and I've seen some real amazing results. So I just it just seems like so much hard work that I that's what scares me <laughs> off to be it's called it's called working out. See to me and this is my thing about, you know, I guess the bear thing, I don't know. I I don't mind being bigger, but I definitely want to be healthier. And so I want to find ways to get exercise into my life that won't necessarily like make me, you know, a, a skinny rail. I I wouldn't mind adding some muscle, so I actually Right now, what I'm thinking I might do is do like some minimal amount of cardio just to help my heart because I have high blood pressure. I need to do better with that. Do some running. Well, not running because I'm flat-footed, so actually ah. like elliptical type stuff. Like if I could do like 30 minutes a day, I'd feel like a huge victory for me personally <laughs> because that's my thing. Is finding the time is right now is really tough. But then I also want to really get into yoga, and because I've been reading about some of the benefits of yoga in terms of mental wellness and physical wellness. There's a book called P90, P90X actually has a yoga day. There, there's a day to do yoga. That's that's the heart to me. That is the hardest workout. Yeah. You don't think it's a big workout, but it is. Getting in these positions and holding yourself yep. there is 
very difficult. I sweat more doing yoga than any other, and I dread it each week. That, that's the one I don't. I mean, I like doing it because I know it is it is uh, is extremely healthy and uh, and and your body and how you're working it out. But at the same time, like I dread it because it's just it's so much work. But that's why I like P90X too. Also, is because you get to do it at home, especially because since it's so difficult to to go out and go to the gym, and I hate going to my gym because it's always packed and you have to wait in lines pretty much to get to some of the, some of the stations to work out so p90x like eliminates all that you just got to get the motivation to actually work out because once you get home there's so many people that you just don't want to work out you just want to like like relax after yeah. the end of the day working out uh working and everything so that's why i, I like p90 but at the same time i hate it because i i my instinct is to lay down so how <laughs> so long is it that. how long is it per day uh it's uh about an hour or so each day. The the yoga is the longest one. That's an hour and a half, and that, that's another reason why I dread it because it's an it's like an hour and a half of of doing this. But it, it's more like an hour of workout. The last half hour is is more of the meditation and relaxing and to and to just kind of stretch your your body out from how you just worked it out. Yeah. So it's 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 an hour workout. And uh, there's 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 an ab routine too that you can add in there that you do like every other day or so, about three times a week. Wow. And is there a dietary component to P90X? It- yes, yes. There is a dietary component, but I don't follow that completely because I kind of have my own dietary uh, component. But for they do give you like this His whole eating Steve. plan. Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah exactly. That's what it is. I, mean, I, I eat a lot of junk food like on my own, but like for six days out of the week, actually it's more like every other week, I'll, I'll cheat for that day and I'll eat junk food. But for 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 the most part during the week it's all like egg whites in the morning uh with turkey bacon and then uh chicken and and chicken uh like salad and uh, lots of fruits and veggies and then at night i have fish with uh maybe some cheese or something and and a salad and uh, like if i eat rice it's only brown rice or whole wheat uh pasta it's and it's very it's a it's a portion which a true portion if you see a portion is very small it's like yeah. a small little cup <laughs> oh yeah that's what you that's what you're supposed to be having when it says like you have one portion and then people think a cup is really like a giant bowl full of it and that's that's really that's like five portions right yeah. there. Yeah, that's a big thing with me is trying to do more portion control. Like when I go out to dinner I eat like half of the meal, which is still probably more than you're supposed to have, but then I have Almost. the the second half for like the next day or whatever, so. That's actually really smart. Yeah, and you that. save money because I mean if you go out you spend like 20 bucks on dinner, you know, effectively, then you've done like two meals at ten bucks each. There so you go. yeah, it spreads it out. But anyway, so you you do a lot of cosplaying. Yes, or, I do. Do you call it cosplaying if it's superheroes? Is it all the same? Yeah, it's pretty much cosplaying. I mean, we we don't actually call it that. We just say costuming. Okay, co- you do a lot of costuming. What started first, like the working out, or the, did you do a lot of uh, working out to stay in shape so you can costume, or is you just you just costume because you like it and you happen to be in shape? They're kind of like in conjunction with each other. I mean, I did work out before I started doing any costuming and. And being that that uh, you pretty much have nothing to hide when you put on these spandex costumes or or less, you, it, it added more into it. Like, oh well, you better be in shape if you're going to be showing off your entire body like this. So. Part of the, the, the community that I'm part of is called the, the Superhero Costuming Forum. We all talk about this, and yeah, you, 
it, it really is something that that adds into the fact that you, you need to be in shape if you're going to show yourself off like this. There are there are characters that aren't completely like like in shape like that, and we do have those other people who like to dress up as them too. And it's not like a requirement; you don't have to be in super awesome shape in order to costume as a certain character that you like. But you, you, we also don't want to be mocked by outside people who are yeah. saying, "Oh, well, this person <laughs> shouldn't be dressed up like that; he's yes. way too heavy." You don't so have that, to be super right. fit, but it's strongly suggested yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, a lot more it's options just, we would ne- like we don't make fun of ourselves if we see a character and, and he's in shape i'm sorry if the person is not in shape and he's dressing up as this person we're not going to make fun of him because he you know he, he's like one of our boys we're not going to say anything but we do know that there's going to be outside people that will make fun of him so uh we, we try to help him as much as possible by not being made fun of but they they have to take it upon themselves to to take that ridicule because it's going to happen from other people out there. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it does uh, help out a lot. And, and I, I work out, I mean, not for costuming. I do it for myself and for my boyfriend, but I, it, it, that's one of the benefits that at least like I can put on the costumes and I'm not going to feel too bad about myself. Yeah. Sorry. So, I just had LMFAO in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I work out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So and this leads it. We had a def- another segment a while back, but you can go ahead, Brian. And- oh no, I didn't know if you wanted to. No, please. It. Cause one of the things we used to kid, uh, the question about back in his costume and Eric, OS oh, and Eric a little bit. Is uh, whether or not he had ever had sex in costume. Uh, well, I have once, but honestly, I don't get turned on by being in costume, and that, that's going to disappoint so many people because I've had <laughs> so many people. So many people have asked me, like, like, oh, do you do you fool around? Do you like to do things in it? And I honestly don't get turned on by it. I mean, I have because I tried it, and it's like, eh. I mean, I don't. Well, see which hero feel, were you, and what uh, was he? Well, it was it was Superboy and Robin, and it oh. was like, yeah they they have like a big bromance thing going on in the comics, and it was something like like we tried out, but it was just like yeah that wasn't any more special than 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 having the costumes off. So like what's the big deal? I don't want. And then do you might get the messy and sweaty and luby yeah, or something. Exactly. <laughs> you get some sandstorm. So. Oh, sorry. Um, well that's that's cool. Yeah, I yeah, don't remember. Yeah. But that, that, that's going to disappoint some people. Oh, though. of course. But yeah, I, I'm the same way. It's like, it, in theory, it's like sounds kind of interesting, but in practice, it's like, no. Nah. I think oh. Eric actually had done that, right? Yeah, he liked it, he said. He, he, liked he it? also likes being punched in the chest. That's right, and spit on, because he's a muscle pig. Did he say that? <laughs> I, uh, no, I Brian added Did he say spit on? Yes, that's that video I loaned him. It's got <laughs> a lot of that. Um, well, since we're talking about comics, let's uh, transition <laughs> the, right into the best. That. Segway ever into comics, <laughs> and we'll start with Archie. <laughs> um, now, Eric read the hardcover, but I also read Kevin Keller. Um, I haven't. Is it it's, good? Eric had to keep reminding me. Remember, you're you're a bitter bitch now, but think back if yeah. you you know where you were just reading comic books and you're reading Archie for Christ's sake. I know, I know. So it's very, it's very like still white bread, and it's a you know like oh you know. You know, you're going on a date. Yeah, it's my first day with a guy. He's like, oh, well, this is what you should wear. And then they go through that whole, like, standing in the mall, like, in front of pictures things. And it's it's really? sappy. It's hokey. But Archie's always been That's that. True. Yeah, it it's is. Archie. It Archie. So, I read a lot of Archie growing so up. Yeah, but so, like, in the grand scheme of... Um, I hate that phrase. I'm never using it again. That's I'll, a lie. I'll hit you next time. Um, but, no, it, it, it was cute. Cute. It was cute. Was it affirming or was it stereotype? Or a little bit of both? It's a little bit of both. Okay. Um, but it, it wasn't, like, I wasn't offended. 
I wasn't angry. It's just like, well, if you don't have any gay writers or, you know, something like that. I like, think they have. Well, we, we know one of the people who's listens to our show. True, from there, true. I mean, I don't know the writers. I mean, I, I, but I think I'm a bad critic for Archie because I don't really You're have a You're not the background. target audience. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a yeah. background in Archie and I'm not the target audience. All Did right. I think it was I, cute? Yes. We'll I read, read it. a little of it and I, and I liked it. Uh, just, just that one first date issue is what I read. And, but his like every Archie character has sort of a a flaw of what they or a, a quirk. Quirk. Yeah. Like Jughead eats all the time and he hates girls. Yeah. And Archie's always like broke and Reggie's rich and so is Veronica and yeah. Betty's always trying to get Archie's attention with like cooking or something. Whatever. Yeah. Um. And this guy, his thing is that he's like clumsy. Yeah. Well, I'm like I have known quite a few clumsy gays. Yeah, well, anyone can be clumsy, so it's not no, specific know, to, to gays. So, but I, I mean, it or, was it was cool. Kind of. What do you say? Or, or can I ask you a question? Um, yeah, I, I don't read any Archie comics. The only Archie comic I've ever read was when uh, the Punisher crossed over uh. on their their, <laughs> their prom. But um, I yep. I don't know. Like, like, do they do they show kissing? Is that like shown at any point? Not not. I guess for him and his boyfriend or his, who he's dating I don't know if they show that but like for regular heterosexual characters do they show kissing I don't yeah. know I, I I would imagine so they do for hetero I don't see any gay kissing that'll probably be a big top selling issue when it comes out um which well. leads to something that we're gonna have to talk about next episode okay um because like I something came out well it hasn't come out yet uh Marvel does this like two weeks in advance preview stuff yeah yeah so I've read uh, the final chapter of something and it was really good what I was mean, it? X-Factor? no it's Children's Crusade I was gonna say yeah oh is that oh, you already read it? The, yeah yeah I, I, we'll, we'll talk about that later we'll edit this out not, uh, well it, no 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 the, I mean no retailers get a preview and yeah but I can't really you can't talk, discuss the yeah. details yeah, yeah. Um, but you can, you know, for the guests I can talk about it um, it's the ending's really good um, but the the problem I, I can't even let's just Skip over it. Yeah. Look, <laughs> look forward to our next episode. Where we go to, uh, the end of Children's Crusade. Now, I'll check that out. Um, let's talk a little bit about news in the industry because this is something actually uh, Jared and I have been talking about, <laughs> and it affects things like going to cons as an artist and selling art. The Marvel or Marvel company has been suing uh, the creator of Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. alleged uh, creator of Ghost Rider. I think he is. I don't think that's alleged. Yeah, that's what the, oh, suit, that that's the, what the lawsuit was about, well, right? Well, it's, it's whether or not he has the rights to do what he's done. I mean, oh. he created Ghost Rider in a sense. Like, his name, he's the writer who was well, credited. But then there's some discrepancies to whether he actually did or not. Uh, I see. Okay, and they well, brought those up, which weakened his case. Okay, well, I didn't know that. That's mm. interesting. But they're suing him because for a year, or I guess years, rather, he's been selling prints of Ghost Rider. And that, I guess he is he the writer and artist, or is he just the artist, or what's his? I thought he was the writer. I'm because not sure. I mean, okay, so he's selling Prince of Ghost Rider. And he's making like a, not a lot of money, certainly. Yeah. But Marvel's suing him for what, like seventeen thousand dollars? And this guy's already broke, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, wait, he, he's a huge. Like he's older, and he's got health problems. I think his house is being foreclosed. I mean, all this bad shit's happened to him, and he's being sued because of this. Uh, he sold these prints at a convention at conventions. And so it sets a dangerous precedent because a lot of artists sell fan art. That's 98% oh, yeah. of their uh, their bread and butter. Exactly. So this is kind of scary. And a lot of artists, well, several artists have very publicly come out and said, I will no longer do fan art like this unless a Marvel says they, you know, that it's okay. Like they'll get permission first or whatever. Uh, if they're on contract with Marvel, they feel like they can do that. 
but a lot of artists at this past con were still doing fan art. Yeah, there are a lot of them who are just say, fuck it, and I'm still going to do this. Yeah. So. And I wonder if it's one of those things where it's kind of like downloads and uh, illegal downloads and uploads. People will keep doing it even though Until it's they get pegged themselves. Right. And as long as it doesn't reach a certain threshold or they don't really start clamping down across the board, you know, it's just going to happen, you know. Yeah. And, you know, like, um, fan art isn't like parodies. Like, they're not protected. So well, that's the other thing they could do. They could just start make them like parody sort of things, you know, because that's yeah. fair it's, use. It, it falls into the very gray area of copyright law. So. Yeah. yeah. That's so, why, you know, people lost their shirts with Mickey Mouse and Ricky Rouse and modeled muck. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's a big uh, industry thing going on right now. It's just a lot of creators coming out on different sides. But uh Let's talk about some indie books now, because there's a whole lot of good indie okay. stuff this, this uh, episode. And I know Lock and Key right up there at the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, did you read it? Of course I did. Oh, man. It's like we knew it was going to happen, but yeah. watching it happen and with, uh, well, for those that don't know, uh, can we discuss it with light spoilers, I guess? Well, nothing's really a yeah, spoiler. Yeah, no, 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 no. Nothing's really a um, spoiler. They finally go down and show, um, they go down under the house. I'm sorry, Paul, do you read Lock and Key? No, I've heard of it, but I don't read it. Okay, it's really good. You have no idea what we're talking about. But yeah, they go they go underneath the key house, and they open up the black door with the, with the Omega key. Which, you know, before, when I read the first part, uh, I think it's uh, issue three of Clockworks, I was kind of like, oh, they just op- they decided to open the Omega gate because they just wanted to do it. But turns out they just wanted to keep the magic going and feel like right. they were part and they of wanted something. the metal to make keys themselves. Yeah, which makes which makes perfect sense. Because at the end, I was like, "That's stupid, just doing it because." Yeah, because they knew because once you reach like eighteen or something, you forget about the keys. It's like they're only for kids. Yeah, it's it's a rule that they made. Um, the creator of the keys made so people wouldn't use it for like wars and stuff like that. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, but now you realize that the the metal the keys come from like these spirit metal demon thingies. Uh, when they cross over into our world and they don't have a soul to latch onto. And so I'm like, oh, okay, that makes total sense. And now they fucked it up. Oh. Yeah. So then they, they went and they actually, one of the guys accidentally gets possessed. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Thanks Oops. to Duncan. Duncan, yeah. They, he, they kind of threw him in there, huh? Yeah, which, which makes sense because he's totally blocked this all out. Right. I always thought it was the head key, but I think he's just like PST, yeah. uh, PTSD. I wonder if it'll pick up right where that left off and we'll see like the fallout of that particular scene. Because remember in uh, when they showed the other flashback to when they first like those guys into the the the, the colonial times uh-huh. finding the demon door, yeah, they started killing people. Yeah, I wonder if lo- if he's going to start. Ooh, ooh, I bet he's going to start murdering people because a lot of those characters aren't around. Are yeah, they? a lot of those characters aren't around. <gasps> oh my I don't, gosh. I don't imagine them coming up. I don't think they're important except for these are our friends. They died. Here's their backstory. They're still dead. Yeah, but I really want to see how the how how he winds up in the well. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be awesome. Mm. Isn't that from the beginning? What doesn't that have something to do? With, the what? very beginning, there's like this sp- girl in a well. Yeah, yeah doing, was... they they do um they jump back and forth in time. Remember? Yeah. Okay. So we're 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 in a flashback to what happened. I see. And we'll find out how he ended up okay. there. But then they'll they'll keep the story going. Yeah. So yeah, this is good as it's ever been. Top quality. Read it. Okay. Next one. What about Saga? Did I only read, read half of it at work, and then there's this crazy sex scene, and I had to. And this it is previewed as well, right? It's a preview. It hasn't yeah. come out officially. Right. So right. Did you like it? I guess I liked what I read. Did you read it, Oral? No, I didn't. You didn't read the preview. Uh-huh. Um, no, it's definitely very Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah, which, writer of Why the Last Man, Runaways, and Pride, and yeah. Pride. Yep, yep, yep. 
Ex Machina. Uh, now we got a couple of Brubaker stuff, and these are I, I mean they're indie because they're not you know they're they're icon they're Marvel's yeah. indie yeah. publishing. Uh, but Fatal number two and Didn't Criminal. Th- well, Criminal he's is uh, that came out a while ago, oh, but I just okay. started reading it. And I thought it was really good. So okay, I, and then well, that sort of leads into uh, Fatal. So which, they are related. Uh, no. Oh, they're not? It's sort of in his crime. No, it's incognito is the same deal, right? It's like sort of not, right. it's not criminal, but it's in the same... Right. It's sort of his just sort of series of crime novels that aren't they aren't related. Oh, they're not. Um, right. But Fatale is about like... Uh, you know like the femme fatale? Yeah, yeah. In, sure. in classic like, noir stories? Yep. This There shows this girl who's always bad luck for the protagonist, but she's been around for like... Like some guy finds a picture and she it looks the same age, but it's like... 50 years ago and he's like you know so it's who's this girl and she's constantly causing problems for all these guys like kind of throughout time now I've got Madonna and Rihanna in my head (laughs) who's that girl and who's that chick (laughs) Um, so it's it's pretty cool it's very if I actually read it and had no idea that that was the story then we talked about it last podcast and uh I went and reread the first issue and it's very subtle like you might not even like pick up on it well, because I didn't. Did uh, who read uh, Thief of Thieves? I read Thief. I did Thieves. that as well. Yeah, now, that has come out. Yeah, well, that's Robert Kirkman's story and Nick Spencer's story, written by Nick Spencer. Yeah, and those are two big names, and I thought that'd be something crazy awesome, but I wasn't really impressed. Um, it's kind of like the Italian Job. Yeah. Um, like figuring Cooper. out. Yeah, yeah. It's like Crime he's this thief. They've been planning this one heist for years. Um, you get a backstory about his like companion. And then you figure out that he doesn't want to steal anymore, I guess. Yeah, that's the big cliffhanger is that the Ooh. Thief of Thieves doesn't want to be a thief anymore. And you're like, eh. But okay. it's, uh, it's kind of one of those, like, in for a penny, in for a pound things. Well, right. It's the last job. You see that all the time in crime fiction. This is my last job, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he doesn't even want to do his last job. That's the big thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what about Aphrodisia? Oh, I read this. <laughs> I did Aphrodisia. Yeah, I, I wondered why so, you gave it to me. Like, I'm just like, yeah, it's Aphrodisia. Well, it's black. <laughs> is it black exploitation? Yeah. I it's don't know the, why this episode is me being a racist, but no, it's it's hilarious. It is black exploitation comics. Yeah. Aphrodisiac is a janitor, and he, the, the origin story is very tenuous because it's meant to be sort of a farce. But he gets imbued with magical powers, and he becomes basically Superfly, mm-hmm. which is, you know, big pimp. And it's hilarious, and I love the art because they do different styles, like different um, – they do like an anime or a manga style. They do a lot of uh, uh, making the page look like it's been um, – what do they call that? Uh, not desaturated, but faded. Yeah, yeah, so that kind old, of stuff. They're old, old-timey. Um, the dialogue is hokey at times. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's black exploitation at, at its, like, purest – Fun, stupid. At any given, a given moment, you're just waiting for him to have his big throwdown in Pasadena. <laughs> and he fights Nixon. So you gotta love that, right? There was a there was a film that came out maybe like two or three years ago. It was a black exploitation film, but it was explicit. Black Dynamite. Yes, Black Dynamite. Thank you. Mm-hmm. This is what it sounds like to me. Yep. Or Superfly. Mm-hmm. Or um, I'm gonna get you sucker by yes. the Wayans Brothers. Yeah. Uh, Great black exploitation farces. <laughs> this is very much in that vein. Okay. They're little individual stories, and you know, there's not really this whole overarching plot or anything. So they're just kind of vignettes. But I mean, I got that actually up in DC where I bought uh, the your trade. We didn't even mention that, did we? Oh yeah. Well, if you want to, yeah. well, I think everyone should. Ha- Wait, hold on. We're gonna have to edit this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, Joshua Yale's on. Uh, oh God, <laughs> stop. Um, let me think. How do we want to make? You can this? make a joke out of it. Oh, you, I can do it. 
Paul, for for I don't know if he told you, he um, Josh got quoted on the back of a fan uh, FF or Fantas- it's FF, yeah. FF, FF Volume trade. Two, hardcover. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I bought a copy up in D.C. at this comic store, and that's when I bought Aphrodisiac. But I mean, we can just cut that whole mess. Yeah, I noticed you didn't buy it at our store. I wasn't at your store, honey. You could have bought it at. I store. did. I, I bought a copy. <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah, they had a. This store is a Big Planet. They have a. They have sales all the time. Like this isn't going to be recorded. Just... No, well, it's yeah. Okay. We'll um, no, I would like to. You want to mention it? Okay. So your good friend. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I... <laughs> yeah, your good yeah, friend yeah. Josh. <laughs> you can try it. If I don't like it, I'm going to say edit. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um. W- we all know someone. This is a, a shout out and a kudos, a congratulations. Uh, he's a writer for IGN. Just uh, it, really great, really insightful, always get, giving really great critiques. Uh, his name is Joshua Yale. Um, we're super proud of him. We met him in passing. First, I didn't like him, but you know, after a while, he grew on me. <laughs> so, yay, Joshua. <laughs> he could be a bit of a, you know. Wait, what happened? What, 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 what happened? Huh? I don't know. Like, I just. I, I don't know. I no. think it was his. He no, was what is, what was his at the time? No, what, what, what we're talking about, what we're congratulating him for, is that oh, he was yeah, on the back yeah. Okay, yeah. of his name and his little quote was on the back of an FF uh, an FF Volume 2 trade. That's right. Hard that's cover. right. Sorry, cough syrup's still taking off. That's okay. Oh, wow. Stuff. Is it the good stuff at least? Yeah, yeah. I've been chugging it. Sweet. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. Congratulations, you got c- quoted on something that's going to be on that book forever. And by you, you mean this guy who's not here. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I'm talking directly to Joshua. Out in oh, because he listens. He does yeah, listen. Yeah, he does listen. Yeah, he does. He's a loyal listener. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I want to talk about Book of Sand, which I, I don't know why I need to even look at it, but it's I guess it's here somewhere. Jim Henson. Jim Henson made with some... It doesn't matter. With some... Tale of Sand. It's a screenplay that he wrote with Jerry Jewell, which was his writing partner, I think, on like Dark Crystal and some of the other things. Lost it for years. The Henson Company just had it in their archives. They found it, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but in the opening cover, it's got a young Jim Henson, and then the characters from the uh, story, like mm. it's on a movie set. Yeah. Because he wanted to make this into a movie, but the, they sold it to Arkea, and they said, hey, you guys can make a, a graphic novel out of this. First of all, I want to talk about Arkea. I had only had the Dapper or Rise, Return of the Dapper Men by Jim McCann from, uh-huh. there, from Arkea. They make some beautiful trades. The quality of this book and and the Dapperman as well. They're just they're just well put together hardcover. They're not exorbitantly expensive. I mean, this one was thirty bucks, but uh, Tale of Sam. But I mean, you know, most of your comic stores and uh, online retailers will give you a slight discount on that. Oh, this is the same company that also did uh, the uh, Dark Crystal prequel. Yes, yeah. Yeah. that, that Henson, just came out uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Henson has a thing; they're going to do Labyrinth comics. Oh no! Supposedly they're, but hopefully they're good. They are doing a hardcover for free comic day. I know. Oh, yeah. I am excited. I really want to get a copy of it. But anyway, so the art is by, and it was adapted by Ramon K. Perez, who I had not heard of, but I guess he's doing some of the John Carter stuff for Marvel. Okay. And his art is just gorgeous. Like, I, I, I mean, I'm not a huge art snob. I don't know. I, I, I can appreciate some stuff. But, I mean, not only is he do amazing cartoonist, mm-hmm. like, the level of detail that he provides for different shots, it varies based on how much you need. And that's a good thing for an artist. Exactly, exactly. Art, you know, managing what you have to draw. But, like, 
just the colors that they bring in. And, and I believe he was an assistant or like he kind of managed the colorists. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on the Word Balloon podcast recently, so I heard oh. him talk about that with uh, with our buddy John Suntress. But, uh, I mean, this book is just ridiculous. And it doesn't, like, from a story perspective, you're not going to get, like, any meanings of life out of this. The story is very surrealist. Which, if you like that kind of thing, which I do, well, you also have to read Arabic too. So. Well, no, well, that yeah, the Arabic you can you can just kind of assume what they're saying, but it's very like just surreal. Uh, somebody compared it to a live action um, cartoon like uh, Roadrunner versus uh, Wiley Coyote, <laughs> and it's actually a lot like that in certain ways because it's like a chase. This bad guy is chasing the the protagonist, but I mean just. The detail and some of the color—it's just gorgeous. No, it, just watching you flip through it, it looks yeah. really cool, like really unique and stylistic. And Brian, That's have you great. ever thought of getting a fifth job as a QVC hawker? <laughs> <laughs> I should come work for the comic shop. No, I, uh, I, I was really thrilled. I heard about it on iFanboy again. I, we, I listen to them a lot, and they were talking about this. They actually like—they think this is like top of the list for the Eisners. And they've actually been pretty good at kind of seeing you know, what's coming up for Eisner. But I would be shocked if it didn't get something. It just It's just a beautiful book. Anyway, Tale of Sand. Uh, I guess it was limited release, but now it's uh, more widely available. So uh, you guys should check that out. Profit. I want to talk about Profit, and I put number one and number two. But really, this is a relaunch. Uh, Paul, when did you start reading comics? Was it in the 90s or earlier? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was did- like 92, 93. Okay, that's probably about when I started reading that, actually. Did you ever read Profit by uh, Liefeld? I no, I didn't. Uh, I uh, I don't know. Did that come out back then? It was like late first? late nineties, like kind of towards the end of the bubble. Oh, uh, okay. I I've never been a Liefeld fan, unfortunately. I, his artwork I don't think is that good. And I, I've had some issues with it. Honestly, uh, I think we're all on the same page there. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't want to. No, 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 no ankles. Some like being Liefeld fans or something and say something bad. Honestly, no, 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 I hate no. his artwork. No, we're sucks, we're but. we're kind of we're kind of very critical. <laughs> really, let of it out. Some of us are bound by the industry that we work in. Um, so that, you know, they won't say as terrible things, but, uh, the rest of us can. And yeah, it's terrible. So profit was a bad series, a very bad series. Wait a minute. Is this on the same vein of, uh, glory? No. So here's the deal. What kind of, so what they've done at image is they've taken these kind of classic uh, creator things like Liefeld did and some other ones and they've reinvented them. But what's weird is they didn't start with a new number one. So this is actually profit. What, what number is this? It's number 20. 22. Number 22. And the first one was number 21. But they are complete. Well, this one, at least, completely different than the original. Yeah, I don't know. That, that was a bad idea, in my opinion, for them. They should have the launched it. Yeah, no, because it is a, a is fresh it, start. It's. Do you like it? I love it. It's so disgusting. It, you know what it is? Okay. Please. Have Have you seen uh, the movie? I forget what it's Nausicaa? called. Nausicaa? Not Nausicaa. It's, um, but that that's another good reference there, too. But it's... Um, is it kind of like Heavy Metal? Gondahar. Gondahar was the movie I was no, thinking of. Have you ever Gondahar, seen that? No. Um, is it animated or live action? It's animated. Huh. But it's it's like the art style, the, the content, and just kind of that abstract science fiction feel to it was yes. it's exactly what I was thinking when I was flipping through this heavy metal yeah, heavy, like heavy, heavy metal, metal. Yeah. Uh, Ghibli uh, studio Miyazaki produced a movie called Nausicaa and Valley of the Wind Ooh. to me you didn't like it I hate Nausicaa oh my god I'm gonna stab you so uh, <laughs> no it's it's one of these post-apocalyptic thing where bugs take over and so it, like bugs are everywhere all this bug stuff and so this is very much like that post-apocalyptic John Prophet comes up from the center of the earth in some kind of like time-delayed tube uh, thing. And then he's basically Conan. 
He's basically Conan in this post-apocalyptic bug and alien-centric world. The, but uh, he's got like connections. He's part of like a large network or something. Yeah, who are supporting and, him by setting up more pods. Right, and, and then he meets up with this nasty alien thing with like a vagina for a yes. face. Well, at first, he has sex and with then that thing. it right. says, "I have your mission, but first breed with me." Yeah, and it's so. And I didn't know his gender at first. Like I didn't gross. know it was a guy or a girl alien, and they eventually say it was a girl, of course. But I mean, at first, I'm just like, it's oh. so. <laughs> so, did you read the second one? Though, no, 22? I didn't want to. After there, okay. Did did you hear what I just said? I know, I know, but it gets better. It gets better, okay? They go human centipede. Oh. oh. There are these caravan <laughs> of creatures oh. that, like, they're like giant, like, elephants, and they're attached, like, ass to mouth. Because yeah. it starts, it starts as, like, fecal matter. By the time it goes through the whole it line, it gets processed into a valuable, like, yeah, resource. I mean, and so he gets a job shoveling shit. Into the mouth of the next creature. It's so ridiculous. But the style of the art, that's what I'm most impressed by. It, it just has that Nausicaa sort of creepy, weird alien bug thing. Yeah. And it is very Conan to me. The guy, I mean, it's just a no, lone yeah. warrior fighting. I realize now, I hate Nausicaa. I hate blue gender. I hate bugs. <laughs> well, I don't like bugs either. Trust me. I, bugs are not my thing. But. I just it reminds me of that. It's not world. even just bugs. There's like wolves with parasites on their heads yeah. and ugh. yeah, it makes them yeah, smarter. I, I love weird shit like that. So, I, yeah. so you, 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 you read? Can we move on yeah. to Marvel and DC? <laughs> this indie stuff is creeping me out. Well, I do want to really quick mention that there's a new phonogram series coming out from McKelvey and uh, McKeever. I, I I can't remember. I've read I've read everything of phonogram that's come out. Yeah, I I like it. It's just. It gives me a headache. It's it's really <laughs> it's a lot of words. It's it's it, it it's not even that. It's like the concepts that they try to like cram into. Yeah, you. it's very magic realism sort of stuff yeah. with music, lots of music references. But anyway, they're doing a new phonogram series, so I'm very excited. Um, DC. Now, first of all, before we get into any specific comics, they changed their logo. Yes, Paul, have you seen the new logo? Oh, of course, of course. Now, yeah. what, what do you think? <laughs> I, I mean, no, I don't like it. I mean, I'm not going to say it's the worst thing ever, but obviously I don't like it. I mean, the, the DC swoosh, people complained about that when they did it back in 2005, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, now everyone's going back saying, oh, that was much better than this. But people were complaining about that. So I think we're going to be inherently uh, uh, inclined to complain no matter what they change it to. But the thing that I don't understand is they had that logo for quite a bit of time, and now, like... Uh, they they've only had this logo for seven years or so, and they decide to change it. And I'm I'm kind of confused as to why they'd want to. The, well, the, the, I don't know if there's a logic or reasoning behind. The it. only thing I've seen with the new logo, which they absolutely could have done with the old logo, is they've done all these different variants for color purposes. And one of them is the Watchmen, like black and yellow. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, you could do that with any logo. You can just yeah. change the colors. Right. Well, I guess I they want to start doing that, and they wanted a new look. It's a lot more sleek. It, it's got the whole. It, Page it, it's got that. Thing. I don't. First of all, yeah, that peel sticker. Yeah. I don't understand why they went with the sticker peel. Like, what was modern about that? I think they're going for like a page turn, right? Sticker, that makes yeah, sense. A page like a turn. Okay, that actually makes sense to me. Because yeah, and then you've seen what they done with it on like iPhones and and iPads. You can. Uh, um, Change the page by like switching your your finger across. Yeah, the, yeah. Oh. It's sort of it's like interactive, sort of, yeah. and you can like put the Green Lantern in the logo and make the the it glow green, or you could do Batman have like you know shadows around it. And yeah. I I like what they did with it, but they have it like in every different color. DC Comics taste the rainbow, you know. Yeah. It's, 
um, does it really does it really matter though? Like, I mean, it, it has nothing to it do with content. It doesn't at all. I know. It's just one of those things that, like Paul said, fanboys find out they don't like change. People just freak out. Um, right. So let's let's talk more about some DC stuff. Now, Paul, I have here that you like uh, Superboy and Teen Titans. Uh, I read Teen yeah. Titans. You- yeah. They're, they're, uh, the new 52, I mean, I I uh, I was kind of not, not totally against it, but at the same time, I was... I was kind of upset that uh, they would invest so much time in, in, in all these storylines, and then just suddenly, like, they're going to change it all up. But then, at the same time, they're not explaining everything, because yeah. all of the stories seem to be taking place in different time frames, and there's no, there's no coherent story. Like, one of Superman's comics is taking place in the present, but one is in the past, and then in Justice League, they're just meeting up for the first time, so, it, like, where does that take place in the whole storyline? And Batman has been totally unchanged, along with Green Lantern, but I think that's because of Jeff Johns, like, the way he's, like, like running things. He, he put so much effort into his Green Lantern history that, that he said, like, like nothing's gonna change, so, you know. Fuck you guys. I'm gonna keep it the way it is, and that's pretty much how it has been. Same with Batman. We, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, yeah, Batman too. He hasn't been changed either. But then it's like Batman's only been around for five years, but yet he's gone through three Robins. Batgirl's been paralyzed, and she's been healed during that time, and she was Oracle during that time as well. And yeah. he has a 12 year old son, which he didn't. How could he have this 12 year old son if he's only been Batman for five years, unless the kid was aged? Well, I think they're starting to touch or something. on that. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, I really think that DC's just hoping that they put enough at us that we're going to stop bitching. Maybe. So I think the only thing I thought about with this, and Paul, I absolutely agree with you. I think it's stupid that they said five years. But here's what I think they're building all this this idea off of. Grant Morrison did in Batman this thing where he assumed everything that has ever happened to Batman in the comics actually happened. Even though it does not make sense temporally to think that you know, Batman's been around since the 30s, I think, for, 30s or 40s. Mm-hmm. So it's this idea of, like, time is all squished together, and even though the books have been going on for that long, and even though they deal with contemporary issues, you know, and back in that age, it all just happened, and, and, and the writing is kind of explained away or used what it wants. And I think they liked that idea enough that they felt like they could rebuild their whole universe with that whole idea in mind. So, like, they keep saying, like, oh, yeah, uh, Batman, just recently they said, oh, yeah, Bane broke Batman's back. That happened. But then, like, all the crisis events and then, like, like uh, you, you start actually thinking about certain things and, like, Superboy, you know, not being ever Connor Kent. So all these things that he was related to couldn't have happened. I mean, it it has so little, like, like continuity now, like continuity is just completely gone, and it's really whatever they want to. But do. isn't that isn't that the big reason that they did this? Because people always complained about continuity, continuity, continuity. So now that they've taken continuity away and left some of it, we're going to complain about not having any continuity. Well, I think I would complain just because I didn't ever care that they had all this continuity. I thought with all the crisis events, they actually did an okay job of like resetting things but really it is like the other crisis events where they basically rebooted and redid the whole universe i mean they did it in 85 mm-hmm. they kind of did it with zero hour or whatever um infinite crisis didn't really reboot too much but uh i mean the dc the, the, yeah well yeah i, I the what 
what bothers me is that like they're saying that certain major events did take place, but I, I I'm assuming Superman didn't die. So if Superman didn't die, then that kind of led into the whole thing with Green Lantern City being destroyed and and uh, Hal Jordan going insane and becoming Parallax and starting off like everything in the Green Lantern universe. But then if that didn't happen, there would be no Kyle Rayner. Yep. There would be like no restarting of the Green Lantern Corps, which is all destroyed by Hal Jordan. Mm. So it, it's like all of the there's all these issues and problems and i feel like when they did the dc universe reboot they they just got like sat down at a table kind of like how the death death and uh return of superman they sat at a table and said how can we make some money real quick and bring on new readers okay well let's reboot the whole universe but let's not put any thought into it about all these past stories that are apparently did what? take place and some didn't take place did you say that and you said superman didn't die in this in we don't, i don't know they said because well, he he refers they to being dead in in swamp thing yes it, he does he does yeah. that's right he does? okay Okay, but but you're right. Like it doesn't, and even if they did sit in a room, which I think I'll give them the credit that they actually probably did sit down. In fact, I think I remember reading an article that said this, and they actually went through like all the major DC lore, like big events, and they said, okay, yes, this happened. No, this didn't happen. So they're not conveying that in any, and and I don't know how they would. How would you convey that, especially to new (laughs) readers? You wouldn't want to like lose them in all this. Let's get into some specific titles. I have not read Teen Titans. I read one issue. I think it was the last, like the five or the the six, with a gay guy, and like he grabs Superboy from behind and says how fabuloso he is. Uh, I was really lost, and that also is a solstice. I thought that was a new character, and actually said that in a review, and a fan, like a a reader, pointed out that I was wrong. So I I don't know anything about Teen Titans. Paul, you read Teen Titans. Could you tell yeah. me where it sort yes. of started? What they, what do I need to know? And where well, where is it going? And how do you like it? Yeah, it, it's it's okay. It's not it's not great, but I mean it's okay. Uh, my my favorite character is Tim Drake, and they have him in this. That's really the only reason I'm reading it. And he's yeah. but Red Red yeah. Robin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's Red Robin. He's Red Robin now. This is sort of taking place as if uh, he's been around for a while with Batman, and now he's retired as being Robin. Now he's Red Robin, and he's starting up a team. But apparently, and according to uh, the Red Hood comic, there has already been a Teen Titans, but and and that. I think, I mean, according to to Starfire, she doesn't remember the Teen Titans being together anymore. So this is like a new restarting of the Teen Titans, of Red Robin trying to start them back up. And then Connor has always been in Cadmus this entire time. And he's just now escaped. He doesn't have his Kryptonian powers. He only has tactile kinesis powers and telekinesis powers. And Red Robin's trying to put together this team of uh, metahumans so that they can fight against this this agency that's trying to capture them and is that nowhere yeah nowhere. nowhere yeah nowhere that's yeah, nowhere so uh, that that's sort of what this is starting from and solstice did exist in the previous universe but she was completely different she uh she was from like the the, the middle east if, I, if i'm correct or maybe it was south africa i'm not positive but huh. she had she had like like bright superpowers that she seemed to be happy she was like the 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 anti-equation of what Raven was who has dark power so Raven obviously hated her but she she knew that she was still like a good person so she tried to like her and everything so that's how she was introduced in the it, previous it, is Raven uh in this new 52? I haven't, I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her. Have She's not like seen one her. of the most popular, shouldn't well, she? Well, here's what the, it doesn't make sense. Like, okay, what have most people seen of Teen Titans? They saw the cartoon, Teen Titans that Go. Loved. Or they're watching Young Justice, or both. Mm. And this team doesn't really draw from either era very much. You yeah, know? It's, it's like a new team, but they're starting from if, the beginning. If you want to catch these right. new young... And, and this is all, I think, from... I, I heard this either on iFanboy or maybe it was Nerdy Show. 
there and it's such a good point if you wanted to catch their their interest of all these people way more have seen the cartoons and read the book wouldn't you try to at least la- and you have this chance to reboot you know wouldn't you try to put people in the team more so that have and you know and you got red robin of course which and he, and he can't just be robin because you already have robin so it's like there's all these just intricacies of all this stuff that they're trying to keep and yet throw out, and yet they want to get new readers, yet they don't want to be too editorially driven, even though we've heard basically editors are driving the show, yeah. you know, more than, than writers and artists, too. But, I mean, it's just such a mess, and I, I'm glad – I guess you like it. I'm glad you like it. I just – I don't know. I, I, I just, mean, it's a mess to me. Well, you know. Well, Paul, um, like I, I read some Teen Titans before the reboot. I've been reading this now, and – Okay, let's let's take it from this point. Um, a book by itself, not touching on anything else, not touching on the world. Like, is that where you pull, like, whether you like it or not? Or does it have to fit into, like, the DC universe? Uh, it, it's a little of both. I mean, it has to kind of fit in, being that these characters are, are well, some of them are supposed to be secondary characters that, mm-hmm. that have been introduced in the mainstream titles. Like, like Superboy was introduced in Superman, and um, uh, Wonder Girl was introduced in Wonder Woman, uh-huh. and Rob, Red Robin was introduced in the Batman comic books. So, I mean, I, they, they should have some some uh, relevance to them as well too but also the storyline itself i mean i don't like how the characters are being written i mean i i, I read it but it, it's something that it's like i don't like it how they're going going about it right now they're making superboy a total dick oh, yeah. i mean he, he he's a he's a total asshole in this comic book but at the same time i you can't i can't really complain about that because they're saying that he was raised by cadmus so uh, who knows how long he was in cadmus and uh, right. it, it, that's all he knows so i i can't complain too much about that but still the the story it, it's okay it's not it's not the worst thing in the world it's just that it's it's something i i'm just reading like i said before it's cuz red robin or tim drake is in it he's uh, he's my boy he's my he's my favorite <laughs> character <laughs> so uh, what's your favorite of the new 52 then uh, it would either be Aquaman or it would be be Green Lantern, but I think uh, Aquaman is written really well. I'm very very impressed. I usually I thought Aquaman would suck. I thought it'd be one of the worst titles that right? came out because mm-hmm. I've never read Aquaman series up until this point. I've only read them in other comic books. I've only read little storylines here and there, but reading him in 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 the New Fifty Two, he's he's done really good and I like it. Yeah. And Green Lantern, I think I like it so much because it hasn't changed. It's still like the old Fifty Two. It's like like the old. Uh, the old DC comics, because it's like like as if there was no reboot or change. Right. Yeah, I think it's worth mentioning. Last month, Aquaman outsold every single Marvel title. I was shocked to hear that. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. Nice. But yeah, the, yeah, and the newest issue with uh, Mara. Mara, yeah. Aqua Woman, as they're calling oh, her. She's a badass. <laughs> she is she, a badass. Really? She is a fucking badass. <gasps> she is so incredible. I, I quit reading it. Yeah, no, yeah. you've got. I love Mira, so I, the, I want to. The sand issue. Did you read last last month? Either? I only read first two, and I, I quit reading it. Owe it to yourself to go back. This is to me the good Jeff Johns. Green Lantern is not the bad Jeff Johns. It's it's just more of the it's same. Just Jeff to me. Johns. Jim, uh, uh, Justice League to me is the bad Jeff Johns. Like that's how I differentiate it in my brain. I do not like Justice League at all. I, I, I'm not a big fan of it. I read it too. Uh, the artwork is beautiful by Jim Lee. But, I don't even uh, think it's that good anymore. I think <laughs> Jim Lee has actually gone downhill, and that or I will give it this. It could be this. The colors are not conducive to his art. They are too photorealistic or Photoshop or digital looking. 
You know, which I understand is the thing. Now. And that, that washes out a lot of detail. That, that, that Actually, I think that might be the case. Yeah. Because I like the artwork. But you're right. The, when... Um, when Darkseid is attacking, yeah. like everything becomes this like matted red, and it's really hard to differentiate what's where, right. who's getting attacked. It's the last issue that came out, and I'm still buying it too. In fact, I'm buying it digital. I'm buying the combo pack so I can have the digital copy and the physical one. So I'm paying five bucks a month for you, this d- thing. you do know that you vote with your dollars, right? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I, I uh, the, some of the panels were just they were, they looked crappy, like like they were rushed or just I don't know. I don't know. I, Which they shouldn't be because it's, Justice it's League late. comes out every what five, six, seven weeks. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I just think that's a huge disappointment. But yeah, Aquaman, best I think Jeff Johns stuff right now. Green Lantern again, not bad. I actually like the buddy. Ooh, that thing. new artist, the new artist I, for yeah. number six is so bad. Yeah, no, he's no Ivan Reese. I'm that's sorry. Sure. Um, mm. But uh, what about now? I know. Uh, are you leading An- Animal Man or Swamp Thing? Uh, no, I'm not. I, I've heard good things about Animal Man, though. Yeah, Animal Man has been on point every issue, except for the last one. You didn't which, like the last well, one? Well, no, 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 no. So, I, I will say this. The last one, I really liked. Everyone who read it, well, not everyone, a couple of people who read it, yeah. told me, like, I didn't like this at all. I'm like, well, they were doing something different. It's a, it's a, it's a, it was a novel way to do an artist fill-in issue. Yeah. Because the main artist wasn't on the book except for the very end. And what it was was uh, Buddy Baker, uh, who plays Animal, or who is Animal Man. He is also an actor for a while, and when he was an actor, he made an independent film about uh, a superhero. Yeah, it's meta. Tights. It's very meta. Exactly. Yeah. Tights. Yes. And it sort of shows what would happen if, like, his life keeps going downhill. What would happen to like his family right. and him? Which I really love. But it was good, and it was a fill-in issue, so it was a different artist. But the story made sense, and they introduced this idea. That the son, uh, Buddy Baker's son, they were on like a they're on a road trip. They're basically escaping. Uh, or, yeah, or they, you can't really call it a road trip. Yeah, it's not a, for well, life. It's a road trip, but it's not a happy road trip. But yeah, no, he's watching it on an iPod or something. And so in one panel, you see like paws in the corner or something. And you see like a little artifact. And then at the end, I think he's like battery low. So the story just kind of stops. And then that's when you see the original artist. Doing his, you know, original his normal panels, yeah. and it's them in the show. I thought it was a it brilliant, was, yeah. brilliant. It was good. Idea. If you if you get a chance and you're looking for a new series, Paul, I think you'd really like Animal Man. It's very visceral. Oh yeah, it's beautiful and gory at the same yes. time. Like it's, and I don't necessarily like like the viscera, but. You know, it it works because it's all about this idea that Buddy and his daughter are tied into like the life force, the animal. They call it the red, the red, yeah. And the the bad guys are out there are called the rot, and the rot is like death, and you know their life. So it's kind of almost like the whole these color, nasty thing. bug well, tumorous creatures. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it ties into Swamp Thing right. with the green Swamp Thing. <laughs> I still I I like, but. Animal Man, out of my two, are the favorite. Oh, I think that no, Jeff Lemire is doing a fantastic job on that book, and I'm, I'm sad to see that the artist is leaving, mm-hmm. and he's going over to Birds of Prey. But the Birds of Prey artist, I've heard, is really good, and they, he's going to be the new artist on Animal Man. Why? So, uh, and evidently, he was actually an artist on Animal Man when Grant Morrison wrote it. Hmm. So that'll be kind of cool. But yeah, it was a good team. But so. yeah, um, are you reading? You re- also read uh, New Guardians? Is that right, Paul? Yeah, yeah. What do you think of that Green one? Yeah, it. it it's okay. I've always been a much more uh, Kyle Rayner fan than I have of Hal Jordan, so I, I'm I'm reading it specifically for that. And I I'm one of those people that uh, I guess because when I first started reading comics, Kyle Rayner was the the Green Lantern. Right. So bringing in Hal Jordan after he's you know went insane and everything that that uh, I 
I was always on board for Kyle. So when the, Hal Jordan came back and took over the reins and became like the main character, I was kind of disappointed in it. So I'm supporting this book in that sense. And I do like the idea of having all these different lanterns being together, kind of kind of fighting uh, to, together, at almost almost as a cohesive team, but not not really. But still, I, I like that idea. And I've always liked the, the different lanterns that, that were introduced by Jeff Johns. So that's why yeah. I, I like that that's one. That's probably my favorite thing is these new lanterns. But actually, I, I talked to Tony Bedard, and he pointed something out to me that I'm suppose if you looked at the big picture you would see that it's, it's the guardians who are trying to dismantle all the other cores yes because yeah, remember the the, that's that's why they yeah. gave sinestro back his ring i think so he would take out the yellow core it wasn't for whatever reason they said they gave some sort of bullshit reason well, um, but i think it was that true. and then and then uh then um bl- the blue beetle villain um is going to take out the blue lanterns i heard oh weird there's like a crossover between green lantern um i wonder why and uh, Blue Beetle. They're both written by Tony Bedard. But no, I mean, hey. Uh, but, cool. I, but So now they're, they all are together begrudgingly right now. But yeah. um, I think they're going to need each other soon once they all start falling yeah. apart. Well, and then there's this idea in Green Lantern that they're introducing the new third whatever. So there was the Man the third Hunters, army. Then there's Green Lantern Corps, and yeah. then there's whatever now. And they're going to wake up the first Green Lantern, whoever that is. Yeah. Wasn't that Krona? No, I thought so, too. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. But his body disappeared in Red Lantern, so who knows yeah, where it is? That's true. He did disappear. That's right. Do you read Red Lanterns too? Red, yeah, I read Lan- Red Lanterns too. Do you like yeah. that one? Yeah, it's okay. I'm glad that they're introducing a human Red Lantern now. I'm just hoping they're not trying to make this as like the main character. I kind of like that Atrocitus is is sort of leading them along with uh, the police. So- yeah, yeah, there you go. I like yeah. I like the I actually dropped Red Lantern Corps I think just by accident. Like I just stopped it stopped being in my poll and I just said, Oh well, I'll get it later or whatever. But um I actually I like really how liked you it. looked at me when you said that. I know you didn't do it, but I can't look at Eric. This is true. Eric's the one that you know probably Wait, it. <laughs> wasn't there already a, a, like a two eight one four Red Lantern, Dexter? Dexter? Oh the cat? Dexter, yeah, that's Dexter. the cat. Yeah. But he's a cat, he's not yeah. a human. Yeah. It's a, no, 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 but it's already but yeah. one for that sector. It doesn't matter what race they are. Is that are. how the, all the other cores work, though? Yeah, there's one per sector. Is it? Okay. Is the Red Lanterns the same way? I don't know. I, didn't, I don't think they've established anything I like think that it's yet. just whoever, like, rises to that level of awareness of anger. They Rage. give them a ring. Yeah. Do you like the, the costume design of the Red Lantern human? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, His, it's like, hair is on thing. fire, and oh. he's got, like, kind of claws. Okay. You know? He reminds me of Fire Lord. Uh, Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of Fire Lord, let's talk about Marvel. (laughs) So uh, right now, I guess the big thing with Marvel is everything's leading up to Avengers vs. X-Men, and this Mm. is the huge thing. And the news came out that Bendis is taking over some, I don't know how many of the X-Men titles, but... He's at least taking over, I guess, Uncanny and maybe Wolverine and the You're X-Men. kidding. You didn't know that? No. Jason, For how long? Yeah. Jason Aaron has got them pretty much typefisted. I know. That's what I don't understand. But they just announced this that when he leaves Avengers, he's going on to X-Men. Because hmm. Bendis is famous for saying, like, people ask him, like, all the time, what project, what, what characters would you want to write you haven't written, blah, blah, blah. And so one of the things he said all over the years, like, I'd, lo- I'd love to write the X-Men. And in just, just this past week, they're like, oh, yeah, Bendis is moving on but to the X-Men. Jason Aaron is killing it on uh, Wolverine and the X-Men. Wolverine. I wouldn't mind if he took Uncanny. Yeah, well, yeah, what I, Unca- Somebody please no, take see, Uncanny. Uncanny has been really good. No, it has. The Sinister arc. No, yes. no, the second arc because I love that they picked up what happened in Uncanny well, X-Force. Y- yeah, I, I love that. I love that so then as what an don't you idea. Like? Well, you didn't like the execution? But the execution just... Oh. I just the unwife. That was so funny. I love, well, no, I love no, no. it. Yeah, me too. It's very Grant Morrison. 
It's uh, very, Karen like, is writing what I what I think of is very Morrisony. The pieces I'm not complaining about. The pieces just, are fine. Execution wasn't execution together. Like once again, I got to read uh, preview eight. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, we'll see. I mean, but it's just it's just my personal take. No, Kieran, and he's the guy who's writing phonogram. So you, you your brain rejects Kieran Gillen. It sounds like. well. Do you like Journey into Mystery? I do. Okay, because that's Kieran too. Yeah, I do. That's the thing. Like I I love Journey into Mystery. Yeah. I haven't read it in a while. Are you reading any of this, Paul? Uh, not Journey into Mystery. No, I'm not reading that. What about the X Men. Do you are you current on those? I do, but it's almost like like periodically. Like I'll, I'll I may read it this month, but I'm not liking what's happening with it, and I'll just skip it like the next couple months or so. So I haven't been keeping up to up to it religiously like I used. Are to. Are you excited for Avengers versus X Men? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Is, if they do it right, this could be done really well. So I'm mm. I, I'm glad, especially because I, I've always been wondering like why the Avengers and other Marvel heroes have never been involved with anything having to do with Phoenix and, and you know the Phoenix power and everything because it's always just the X Men and I, I thought this could actually be like a big a big cosmic event that they could tap into if everyone else would be uh, to get involved. And I've always liked hope. I like the Hope storyline when when Cable. Oh, Eric, really? Eric would rip your face off right you now. You like Hope? What do you like about Hope? I'm always, I'm so torn on her. Like I want to like her, but I don't really know anything about her. Well, I like her because uh, instead of just bringing back Jean Grey, which we all knew was going to happen anyway, I like the idea that there, that maybe she's been reborn literally into an infant and has been re- raised as a different person altogether. And this is a good possibility. It could possibly be her, or at least have some sort of genetic relation to her hmm. where she well, it could become her and I like that idea this is a different take rather than just bringing Jean Grey exactly. back to life again mm-hmm. and Actually, I, I think it's totally different plus so act- I, that's why I like her plus the fact that like Cable like Psylo- uh, Psylo- Cyclops and Jean going into the future raise Cable this right, is now her raising her. I right? love that. I actually I love heard that. from somebody I'm not going to say who, uh, it's uh-huh. not Jean Grey Oh, I could see him not doing that either. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it but may it's... not be. And in fact, but the, the, it may be something, because it, it's totally something they would do. They would lead us into this direction thinking yeah. that, oh, this is going to be Jean Grey, but because she has red And then Jean comes back separately. Is that the kind right, of idea? Right, exactly. Oh, and, that would be if good. They, if they do that, I'll be like, super excited, too. It's like, wow, they totally, totally threw us for a loop. That's awesome. You know, it's funny that you said the, the cosmic event, because I, I'm a huge uh, Marvel cosmic fan, and they're bringing back Nova, and or I was really pissed. Nova. No, it's it's it it should be Kyle. I don't think it is. Oh no, I don't I don't think so at all. I think it's just a Nova Core member. I oh. think I think to keep that whole thing kind of the way it was left, I think they're bringing back a oh, Nova. Well, not not Kyle. Oh, you don't I know think you're talking about. Yeah, you don't I, think I, no. Well, it might be his brother because isn't his brother? It, a yeah, Nova? his brother is a Nova. But I mean, they haven't shown who it is behind the helmet. They've just shown True. him in the helmet. True. So, I don't know. But it, you, I've got the Nova uh, Core back. Which I love, and my favorite character, you know, is the Scarlet Witch. Oh so. yeah, she's a big part of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, her I'm and Hope seem to, see... to be the. Cr- they're two like Omega level mutants, or one is gonna be an Omega if yeah. the Phoenix takes her. Uh-huh. I'm um, just curious to see how Wolverine, like what side he's on, since yeah. he's an Avenger. <laughs> some of the posters, he's on one side, exactly. he's on the others. So. I've been so confused by that. And same thing with Storm, because Storm is technically an Avenger right she's now. She's been too. an Avenger for like four issues. Well, yeah, still. She's an Avenger now too. And yeah. Beast, Beast is at school, oh, yeah. a Secret Avenger, and all True. that. Mm-hmm. What do you guys? think Paul are you reading Secret Avengers uh, I, I read again them <laughs> periodically time from time so I've been skipping issues from here and there the Warren Ellis stuff all done in ones were awesome 
Yeah, and now Rick, really Rick Remender's taking it over, and I forgot the artist's name, but he was just on Word Balloon. Or no, he was on iFanboy as well. I'm really enjoying that because they're doing this thing about the super adaptoids, which I vaguely recall were like these robots that could like pretend like they were any one of the Avengers. They're kind of like a, a Mezo, oh, but yeah, like a bunch yeah. of them. Okay. And they're doing like the descendants of all these robot characters and how they're like plotting to you know get revenge and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. But you got a Captain Britain. Um, you've got you know, who's course, on two different titles by Remender. Well, there you yeah. go. He loves his Captain Britain. And uh, Hawkeye's leading the team, of course. I think we talked a little bit about this before. They brought Venom in this last issue, but what I love about it is basically Hawkeye said, because Cap, Cap's the one that brought Flash as Venom to the sta- space station or whatever, the, the, the lighthouse or whatever. Mm. You know, not, they don't call it the lighthouse, but I think it's the lighthouse. No. Um, and it, it, Hawkeye's like, fuck you, I don't want, I don't want him. I don't, I, I don't trust Venom. Venom is a bad guy. Venom is a villain. I'm not going to... Really? That happens? Yeah. It's awesome. It's so like believable. Like you wouldn't just go, "Oh yeah, Cap, sure, I'll take, uh, I'll take another member of the team." A guy named Venom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's like, no, I absolutely get off. In fact, he's like really Hawkeye's like a dick to Captain America. Really? Oh yeah. He's like, get off my, get off my station. Like leave. Yeah. Like, it, take, take him with you. Wow. Uh, well, cool. Question. So. Speaking of like, yes. Hawkeye and Venom. Venom. Hush. Venom uh, <laughs> Circle of Four. Event. I dropped that like a bad habit. The first issue was awesome because Remender and Moore, uh-huh. which their team up is always amazing. Uh-huh. But I could care less. The story was like kind of cool, but not not didn't keep me with it. And I I hate X eleven or X twenty three. X eleven. That's a Linux joke. Um, X twenty three. I hate uh, Red Hulk. Well, I don't hate Red Hulk. I just don't care about Red Hulk. And the new Ghost Rider. Meh. Meh. True. So to me. The writer that I liked did his thing, great, and then he stepped away, and these other people who have written, I guess, the other characters, and now they're doing their thing. So, eh. Um, I don't know. You, did you like it? I mean, have you enjoyed I it? it? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I was reading Venom, but then DC exploded. And yeah. Then... Well, Venom as a title has been good. It's just this four-part mm. thing that's right. annoyed me. It's all point issues, like 13.123 and 4, then it's going to be done. Yeah. Now, when, um, when Venom I'm reading it. Back, it's okay. It's okay. You, it's okay. It's okay. Um, mm. Paul, are you reading any uh, Fantastic Four or FF? Uh, I stopped reading it uh, just just recently. I did used to... I did like it, and I liked with Spidey a part of the team and everything. And, and uh, I... Until the Human Torch is whatever brought back or not brought back or he never died or whatever however they explain it in the meantime but yeah i did read some of it but not again it's not something i've been keeping up with so wait you haven't seen like the recent ones where that the sort of answered no i haven't oh oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil it for you but i will say that you should probably jump on that <laughs> And start nah, reading I'll just it. read spoilers online. That's okay. Okay, well, well we hell, can, we'll spoil we can it tell for you now. Yeah, yeah. So Go basically, uh, uh, Johnny was in the uh, negative zone, and yeah, he would exactly. get, he would yeah. get killed by uh, Annihilus's forces, and then stitched back together and somehow reanimated. Again and again. Again and again. So they would like kill and, him Yeah, off. he was like a gladiator. Yeah. And he kept dying over and over and over again. So he comes back in a big reveal. I think it's issue 600. It's 600, yeah. And he comes back with a Nihilus as like a little dog uh, on a leash. Uh-huh. And he's got the, 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 control, the control rod, rod yep. like welded to his like left arm. So he is just like a badass. Like he's the ruler of the negative zone. He comes back and he and he's got his own annihilation wave. Yep. And he leads the like charge against the, the Kree uh, doing their whole thing. So. So they actually, in this last issue, kind of brought things together with yeah. FF and Fantastic Four. They finally stitched it together. And like, and it was 
So awesome. wait, is he part of the team again now, or yeah. is he still yeah. just yes and no? no. Like yeah, and they relaunched not, Fantastic Four. Sort yeah, it's of not. It's at, not. Six hundred. Yeah, because no. it went away when they made it FF, and now they're both titles currently co- coexisting. And FF is like the kids off on their adventure, and then uh, with Doom and the uh, the Reed's and evil evil Reed and, and yeah. evil Reed and Reed's father. Yeah, and like it's it's funny because I was reading both, and then I fell out of both, and uh-huh. then I started reading Fantastic Four and FF. Yeah, if you read them together, it's just a great story. Yes, I don't like the art of FF. Oh, everyone I Everyone looks so weird. I do. They do look weird, but I love it because it's so distinct. And no, it's good. It's like different. watching like a tar- Tartakovsky. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah but yeah, it's yeah. just. It, Valeria, the way she looks at you. Well, the dragon I guy. I can never think of his name, but the dragon robot. Dragon Man. Dragon Man, yeah. He looks weird. Like, totally not like what And, I, like, Power yeah. Pack makes an appearance. Yeah, and, yeah, Like, yeah. that's all. That's It's really great. And then I can't remember if it's come out or not, but, like, uh, they finally explain, like, who Franklin's been talking to. That, no, like, that negative. Maybe. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. It's good. All right. Is it well, his uh, Well, from the future. Yeah, yeah, the reveal at the end of the last issue. I mean, again, spoiler alert. The, the they come back. Like oh, they show okay. up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They remember. show up. So this and then is Galactus is fighting Celestials. Galactus takes out Celestials. I mean, it is about as badass a cosmic thing as I've seen in so long. Huge, uh-huh. huge stuff. And Galactus gets killed. No, he gets just hurt. He gets knocked down to Earth. Yeah, but I mean, but it, he's in that pose. Remember, he's in that pose. His death pose. Yeah, because I don't think find, he's dead. I. I mean, I I love Galactus. In fact, there was a Galactus at MegaCon this year. I don't know if anybody was there. Did you see him, Paul? Yeah, that's John Frostbutter. He's uh, also one of our costume friends. Awesome, awesome yeah. costume. I love. Yeah, he Galactus. does a really good job of it. And uh, and uh, yeah, so I think they may. Have... Do you know who Nova was? By the way, uh, he won a, a costume. Yeah, thing. he's also one of our friends. I, I think it's Edward. Oh, that looked really cool. Yeah, he he did an excellent job. Everyone was really impressed. He won it. like the best technical award uh, oh. at the costume contest. Sweet. Ooh. So anyway, FF and Fantastic Four. Hickman is just killing it. Mm. I love Hickman to death. I actually think he's odds choice to probably to replace Bendis on Avengers. I wouldn't be shocked at all. No, because he's you know they work um, well together. But in in the he's doing the Ultimates right now, which is yeah awesome. I love Ultimates. I love Ultimate Spider Man. He's great. And Ultimate X Men. I like the Ultimate. I haven't series. gotten the Ultimate X Men. Uh, I know it's Nick X-Men Spencer, is but so bad. Oh, is well, it? you know, here's Sorry. here's the thing. I tried. It's oh, Nick Spencer, right? Yeah. Do you want to know what happened? I don't care. Yeah. Wait, Paul, are you reading Ultimate X Men? Yes, I am. Okay. Yes. Yes. What do you What do you think of it so far? Because I know it's really disjointed, but I yeah. I like it still. Yeah, no, I like it too. I mean, I, I kind of like that it's sort of starting like, literally underground with Kitty and the Human Torch and Iceman kind of restarting things and joining with the Morlocks or whoever is, not really the Morlocks, but whatever, whoever the, the mutants are living underneath the ground fighting uh-huh. up against this guy who uh, who is pretty much... He, Striker he's, Junior, uh, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the preacher. Um, I can't remember what his name is. But yeah, I, I kind of like how it is and how it's starting out and with Rogue being uh, actually a turncoat and she's like like against them. Uh, so I, I do like how they're they're doing it. I'm hoping they're going to have it a little bit more more organized with more more mutants joining together and having like a cohesive for, force. Yeah, agreed. But then at, for no reason they re- find that the god that uh, Rogue she's like, oh, I did all this for God, and then they show who God is, and it's Professor X who got killed by Magneto and Ultimatum. But but what? So he's a god? No. Well, no, I don't no, know. But oh. no, no, no. You know what it is? She's it's- referring to him as God. If yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, if you yeah. if you read it, um, you know, Scarlet Witch is back in that universe and it's actually like uh their mother Magda. Um oh, what? Yeah, masquerading as, as Wanda. Do we know that? 
Yeah. In the oh. book? Uh-huh. Okay. That was a while ago. I don't know. Yeah, so when? I missed that. Eric Shit. told me. It was, a, it was a while ago. What? I can't remember. Yeah. But any, anyway, that, that's... Scarlet Witch really... died during Ultimatum. She shows back no, up, No, she, she died before Ultimatum. She, no, she was shot. No, yeah, she started Ultimatum. Her death started Ultimatum, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that yeah. bullet. Yeah. Uh-huh. But um, what's interesting is that, you know, like... Magneto is back for some reason. Yeah, Magneto's back too. too, and his head got... Or no, no, no. Yeah, he got ripped apart by... Uh, Wolverine? No, he killed Wolverine. Oh, uh, I don't know. I didn't... See, I didn't read Ultimatum. I, I've kind of kept out of Oh, no. Well, no, Cyclops blew his head off, right? Uh, okay. He decapitated him? Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that. But, so he's back too? Yeah, but Magneto's he's back. back. But they're both... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hang on. Comic book characters are coming back from the I, I, dead? The thing is, in Ultimate Universe, yeah. dead used to mean dead. I know. I dead know. used to mean dead, yes. No. Yeah. We knew it was only a matter of time. The thing is, they're both they're both pretending to be gods, and that's why I like it because everyone's praying outside of Magneto's like cave somewhere, and like now Rogue is saying that Professor X is God. So somehow these characters came back, and they've got this like huge, like they went through apotheosis at some point, and I'm interested to find out why they now think they're gods. Interesting. Mm. Well, that is I did not know all that. Uh huh. Are there any other books that you're reading, Paul, that you want to share? Um, well, there's none that I read like like uh, on a continual basis. Like uh, I'm just kind of thinking if there's any here and there. But there, like it's generally if I see a comic book that I like, I'll I'll get it. I mean, uh, I've been off and on for the past six months just because of a bunch of different conflicts that's been going on. But uh, I can't think of any right off the bat now. Well, I know you read a lot of like just strictly gay stuff. Um, oh, well, that's like well, a lot of no, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I, c- could you like throw I, us a few titles of those or talk about a few of those that you like? Well, yeah. Uh, there's one. Unfortunately, he doesn't. He hasn't been making very many comics lately. One was called Pride High, and uh, that was that was a really. I read that. Oh, okay. That that was yeah. It was that was really the writing was excellent. Unfortunately, he could never keep an artist. Mm-hmm. Like each issue was like a different artist, and they and he couldn't keep. Uh, I, um, the name of the guy is like escaping me right now, but uh, he he could never keep like a, a coherent like one artist to to go through for all of his issues. So he kept kept changing, and then he ended up stopped doing the the issues. The the, the premise of Pride High was was uh, like sky high. It was like a high school for, for superheroes, and. It's like uh, there there were like different factions of teams. Each faction of teams uh, of of these students would uh, compete against other teams. And one team they call themselves Pride High because uh, there are several gay members that are part of that team. And uh, it was that was done really well too. Uh, I also read a lot of a lot of class comic titles, but it, that's not really like a like a good a good basis since it's mostly porn. So <laughs> no, go on, uh, go on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of superhero stuff that all the superheroes are in one coherent universe. Like if uh, one character, like, like Naked Justice, were to do something in his comic book, it may affect what's happening in another character's comic book, like uh, like Demos, like his character. Yeah, I was just about to say they're all the Demos uh, and everyone's they're all in. St- Still the same universe, right? Like yeah, Guardians yeah. of the Cube and stuff. Exactly, exactly. Okay. They, huh. They're all together, but they they have some other separate comics that have nothing to do with superheroes. Too, okay, man. so I need one. You recommend one for me with like a Twinkie red head in it, maybe. That, that well, that's uh, that's Naked Justice, right? Naked there. Justice is Naked yeah, Justice. He's not, he's, not, he's not a Twinkie. He's not a Twinkie because all of his characters. I don't think he draws twinks. All of them have muscles that no. are pretty. Ugh. Muscular. I mean, maybe there's some twinks that I, I don't remember off the bat. But. <laughs> 
Most of them are pretty muscular. I, I think you found that title. It's called Young Bottoms in Love. Uh, oh, yeah, I did find that at San Diego. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, we'll uh, I, I really appreciate, uh, Paul, you being on. I think this uh, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I, wow. Did you uh, – now, I have to ask, and feel free. Did, did you enjoy your, quote, unquote, first podcast experience? Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. It's a little bit longer than I was expecting, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> Honey, yeah, it's longer it was... than we expect every time we. Uh, do yeah. This. Oh yeah, and sorry for the, the we had the interrupt technical, technical difficulty. Oh, that's okay. Things happen. I but mean, I um, we uh we will put all this up on flameonshow dot com here in the probably like week or, week or so. Whenever really, it's whenever uh Jared and 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 I finish our parts and get everything uploaded. Because uh, the rest of the team's pretty quick. We're just the slow ones. Yeah. Um, and, and we're following you now on Twitter, so we will make sure. We've already tweeted. Oh, good. And by we, it's uh, the royal we, and that's me. Yeah. Laurel's <laughs> okay. our, t- our twatting expert. Um, I hate you. Uh, for those of you listening, of course, you guys can find uh, uh, Paul stuff at, is it Gay Comic Geek, uh, GayComicGeek.com? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Or, or YouTube is just uh, just typing Gay Comic Geek on YouTube and... And, and, there. and Facebook, you're on there. And are you on yeah. Google Plus? Is that a <laughs> Google Plus? I have a Google Plus account, but I don't use it. Yeah, it's about that <laughs> par for the course there. Now we're on, I think, all of those sites as well. But definitely, uh, flameonshow.com is where you find most of us. All of our emails are up. Uh, question: Oral, Eric, Jared, and Brian at flameonshow.com. Mm-hmm. I'm setting up a Google Voice thing so we can do a voicemail thing. That'll be coming one. I may even put that on the show notes if I get it set up this week. Um, of course, our forums, you guys, uh, we need to get back to our forums because they're still writing that slash fic. Not really? As, <laughs> not as often. I don't know if, Paul, we told you. They, they actually, our fans wrote slash fic uh, oh, of us, nice. and we read the first installment, but it's an ongoing thing, and uh, I think there's a whole other chapter we need to have uh, Benjamin Pickle uh, read <laughs> soon. Our, our Jared does a great... Uh, Garrison Keeler impersonation. No, oh, uh, it's, uh, it's awesome. I like it. Um, that, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I had someone who submitted, who, who wrote like a, a. Actually, I've had a couple of people write like some slash stuff with, with me involved in it, and but as me being a superhero and and doing all the stuff that that's added in with like the, some of the artwork that's been submitted to me too. Oh wow! Oh, you know, and that that be you. You reminded me of something, but that would be kind of cool actually to have like a comic. Uh, someone like make a comic of your uh, stuff. Have, have you talked to, like, I don't know, is, is anybody interested in doing that, or is that something you're interested in doing? Yeah, yeah, and I've uh, I've I've written a bunch of art-like uh, stories. It doesn't involve me, but uh, I've written a bunch of stories, and I've kind of, like, started some stuff here and there, but I've never really gone through with it. And I have had some artists out there that have offered to do some things here that I've taken, like, almost half seriously because I don't know how, how much effort I'd want to put into things like that. But, yeah, I mean, it is something that, that I, I've, I've examined here and there, especially since I have a lot of fans who like to, well, I guess they like to draw me in very triple X ways And compromising and, positions. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't mind that. In fact, I encourage it because I like that kind of thing. I like, I like seeing that. I like to see like the ideas some of these people have. And, and uh, a lot of people, in my personal life, I'm, I guess I'm uh, like sexually, I mean, I'm, I'm open about everything, but at this, I, I don't, uh, I guess I don't see myself in these sexual ways as much as other people do, but I, I never, I never discourage it. I always think. <laughs> so so you're, what you're saying is you want to live vicariously through your, uh, your, your oh, fan yeah, submissions. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally, 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 totally. I, uh, I was reminded of this. Uh, uh, one of our, our, of course, our dear friend uh, Mike Pandell, who passed away, wrote a uh, Dungeons and Doritos comic from Nerdy Show. And they actually finally produced this comic, and mm. I was reading it in my normal stack, 
it was excellent. Yeah. Like the writing was fantastic. There was some great jokes. And um, the art by Tony, Tony killed it. Tony's awesome. Yeah. I, like, I knew he did really good stuff. I've seen all of his stuff over the, you know, the years or I've known him. But I, as a comprehensive package, it is an excellent, excellent book. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that sold really yeah. well. And at you can now buy it on digital for 99 cents. Where is that on graphically? Or I'm is that not on sure. But if you, you know. all, I guess if you go up to uh, the Nerdy Show site, I'm sure find you can it. find it. Yeah. But, oh, my God, it was just it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, yeah. well, that's all we got, I think. Yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for donating your time. Now you know how we feel hours. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for sticking through for the long haul. Uh, no problem, no problem. I enjoyed it. Okay, and to, uh, to end every show, we uh, I usually say it, but because you're the guest, we're going to have you say it, okay? Um, um, it's this. the opposite of, of Flame On. Uh, the opposite of Flame On? Yeah, what's the opposite uh, of Flame On? Ice on? <laughs> <laughs> no, try, I, ice off? No. Oh, no, try oh, again. No, it's... No, it, no, no flame off. It's not right, but it's okay. I'm gonna make it anyway. Pack your bag up and leave. Don't you dare to run it back to me. It's not right, but it's okay. I'm gonna make it anyway.
Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus.